0: A world in ruins and brothers betrayed. The vengeful spirit has finally left the orbit of Istvan III. Countless brother-assadis lay cold in the ground, betrayed by their own gene-fathers. Whatever has possessed the minds of these four sons of the Emperor, we may never know. However, reports abound of a ship under fire jumping into the warp away from the fleet may yet be a herald of light in these darkest of times. Stay tuned, brothers. Radio Free Istvan will continue to broadcast updates on the movements of the traitor War Master. And remember, the emperor
1: protects.
2: What's going on, Radio Freest Van listeners? And welcome to episode 48 of Radio Freest Van, a Horse Heresy 30K podcast. My name is Michael, and I have my co-host here, Ryan. Go ahead and say, what's up, Ryan?
3: What's happening, everybody?
2: And uh, Ryan's probably pretty worn out right now after going, what, two weeks straight at like... Uh, horsehairz yeah. events. Yeah,
3: not to mention all the grinding on the hobbying leading up to the events.
2: All the grinding. So, okay. So, first things first. Obviously, you realize that you're about to get a insanely like Adepticon filled episode. So, let me just go and let you know what we got planned for this episode. So, we got. Our intro that we're just going to talk to each other back and forth, you know, it's probably not even going to be 30k related, but whatever. Then we got to go into some hobby progress, which is not a lot, but it's still there. Uh, then we got a, a couple of voicemails we're going to go over. Then we're going into Adepticon talk, which that should take up the entire episode, really. Uh, then we got some good old-fashioned uh, plugs for events, and that's it. I mean, that's pretty much it for this episode. I feel like that's going to take up a good portion of this entire episode, so...
3: Yep. Yeah, no, no list this week. Uh, we'll we'll do all the lists that uh, I I have now plus the one sent in. Hopefully, I shouldn't have any issues because no more fucking hobby grinding. So this week I need to write the rules for my upcoming team event so we can plug that at the end of the episode as well. Because mm-hmm. um, I should I should have all the rules for that and up on Facebook hopefully by the end of this week. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing is writing rules for the event instead of painting models. But in between there, I should be able to knock out everybody's list because I don't have to, like, fucking nonstop paint models. Did uh, you ever get a sweet-ass name like for
2: your event, or no?
3: Yes. Uh, one of our patron listeners, William, was kind enough to finally give me the name Brothers in Blood.
2: Oh, yeah. Which is Fuck very fucking yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's way cool.
3: Way cool. So he was the winner. So what I'm going to do, he doesn't know this. I think he's listening right now. Like, because we have a live thing for our patrons, so I believe he's listening. What? Who? Who? Like, who came live? Over? Who was it? I think it, I, pretty, I think it was William. Oh, pretty I sure. I don't see him. So, yeah, but... he's given the the flame, the fire. He's the last guy to post there.
2: Oh no! Yeah, that's on the, the Crusader host. That's the that's our Patreon chat. Oh. I'm talking about like on the live stream chat.
3: Oh, okay. Well, he needs to get on the live stream because now he doesn't know what's going on. But anyway, so because I finally had a name and I was waiting. Uh, to get the name before Kurt could finish the posters, I'm going to mail William copies of the posters, which normally the only way you get the posters for an event of mine is to come to the event.
2: And that is a Kurt Metz poster. That is as good of a Warhammer poster as you can get. Oh, yeah. Kurt Metz. So
3: two two of them, because there's a, there's a Loyalist-specific one and a traitor specific one, so he's going to get both. I'm going to send him a copy of both. Oh, yeah. So just to show Michael, let's see, Michael, check your uh, Facebook here. I'm sending you copies of the posters so you can look at those a and what? describe, describe, describe to me what you
2: see. I just
3: sent them to you on Facebook.
2: Dreadnought, brothers in blood, uh, Alpha Legion dreadnought with a plasma cannon, looking hard as fuck, and then, oh my god, that fucking Raven Guard, Contemptor with a auto cannon and chain fist. Yeah, Ryan, I'm gonna need to get a couple of these. I'm gonna have to Okay. Oh dude, these look so good. You sent those to the Oh my goodness. They're
3: exclusive. There's only there's only gonna be twenty five of each in existence. Can I show the camera? Is that allowed? Show the camera. They said I sent it to the chat. They've oh, seen it before. Okay. Okay. But yeah, you can show the camera.
2: No. If they've seen it before they got it.
3: I can re I can I can resend it to the chat just in case. You want me to post it on our Post it on our little Facebook live stream thing
2: so okay. they can see it. I got it. I got it. I'll take care of it.
3: Okay. Use your cyber Cyberthergy. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's basically what I got going on right now. I can finally be a good husband again. <laughs> um, I came home. We actually, Freddie's flight. So, this, this is something we can talk about. The curse of the team event struck again. Oh, did it? So we're there, everything ready to go. Night before the team event, they change Freddy's flight. Shut the fuck up. He fucking gets a message. Oh yeah, he gets a message. They moved his flight up eight hours. He was supposed to leave at midnight, and then they moved it up to where he had to leave. Uh, he had to leave Adepticon by three o'clock to make it to the airport to get on the plane, which is like in the middle of the team event. So we weren't going to be able to finish the event whether we started it or not. And it started at like eight in the morning, and we were going to have to leave before the end. So I'm like, dude, like, you're not going to be able to finish the event. And it's not, it's, it's on the competitive track. So it's not like someone else can just jump in or, you know, because you're going to take your army and shit. It's not like we can just change armies in the middle of the event. That's not fair to anyone else. So we're basically going to have to drop. So it's kind of silly to do it. And plus, we're, we were tired. It's on the last day. And, um, You know, he was having fun, you know, with the uh, alcohol. So, you know, for him to have to get up at six in the morning to get his ass down there to the gaming hall and be, you know, probably still uh, a little uh, intoxicated from the night before and fucking tired. And then, you know, play a bunch, you know, play games only to not finish the, you know, the event, have to drop out in the middle and then immediately have to fucking run to the airport, get on a plane and then fly for like 17 hours. I'm like, dude, that's going to suck for you. Like, we should not play in this team event. Like, you're not going to be able to finish it anyway. So, I finally talked sense into him on that. So, what ended up happening, instead of doing that, we still played a team game, but we just, we uh, challenged JP and Sean from Siege of the Initiative. So, JP and Sean were on one team, and then me and Freddie were on the other team, and we just played a pickup game, team game. Dude, that's so the-
2: badass, dude. Hell yes. <laughs>
3: We we did that up in the just like the open gaming area upstairs, and then I was laughing because fucking JP and Freddie wanted a pizza, but they can't figure out how to order a pizza in America. So they were with Zach Paget, who's you know super cool dude from Michigan, Bullshit and they're like tell, they're like ask, yeah, they're like they're asking Zach, they're like Zach, you need to get us a pizza. We can't figure it out. Like what the fuck is going on? Like. How do we do this? Like, Jay, or Freddy's like, we have apps in Sweden. Like, in that, like, he was like describing this app, like making it sound like you fucking hit a button on your phone and a fucking pizza pops out of it or some shit. <laughs> like, it's that easy. It prints and, like, a pizza right there. It yeah, prints a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so they were just trying to fucking order Domino's or whatever, and they were like super distressed about the pizza thing. So fucking Zach uh, got it figured out and got a pizza ordered for us, and he was kind enough to go down to the lobby and wait for them to deliver the pizza and bring it up to us. So uh, I already thanked him there, but if you're listening to this, Zach, thanks again. You like That's awesome. What a cool so, dude. Zach like What a dude. cool
2: dude Zach is for doing that for the, for the Swedes. Well, man. he's a nice – like if you've
3: ever – anybody who knows Zach knows how fucking nice of a guy he is. Like I played tons of games. I met him at Adepticon, and he's part of the Michigan crew who's an awesome crew. Like everybody that plays up there in Michigan is super fucking awesome. That's why uh the, the indie guys that I play with, we try to make it to all their events because we like playing with those guys. Um so yeah, I mean they're all they're all top dudes up there. But yeah, Zach's a perfect example of that.
2: So so like just I mean, let's just reaffirm that you have still yet to have a planned team event partner not be somehow ruined by this curse yep. you have. Yep. Did you like who 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 was your who ended up being your team partner? Nobody. I just didn't do the event. I that's that's what I was getting at. Oh, after
3: after that after that game, we've wrapped that game up at like one in the morning. Um, me and Chris Duncan just jumped like because there was no sense in sticking around because I wasn't going to do anything the next day, and we had to check out of the hotel like you know real early in the morning anyway. And we didn't have any events planned. We'd already done all our shopping, so we were just like, fuck it, we're out. So we, we left in the middle of the night, and got. I got home, like, at 7 a.m. this morning. Oh, my God. So, but it worked out, because I got home at 7 a.m. My wife wasn't expecting me to be home till after midnight, you know, today. So I got home at 7 a.m. this morning, so I got home, like, you know, way ahead of time. like. And so I surprised her in the morning, came in, woke her up, so she was happy that she got to spend the whole day with me, so it worked out. So I scored some husband brownie points. So I'm well... I'm on track to becoming... (laughs) once again, because on this lead-up to Adepticon, I was a fucking shit-show of a husband. I mean, I was fucking... totally dereliction of duty, fucking AWOL, not paying attention to any of her fucking needs, not helping with any of the housework, probably only doing, like, maybe one of the ten fucking things she asked me to do. I mean, fucking awful. I wouldn't have been able to put up with me. (laughs) And she did... And didn't bitch about it. And right before, like the day I left before Adepticon, I I literally, I sat her down and was like, look, I, I spelled it out. Just like I spelled it, I just spelled it out to you. I spelled that out to her. I'm like, I know this, I'm fully aware of it. And she goes, I know. And I know that this was important to you and I know you had all this prep. So I've done the best I could not to be a bitch about it and bitched you about it. And I'm like, I know. So it like makes me feel even worse. I almost wish you would have been a bitch about it because it's like, Look how good of a wife you've been, and look how shitty of us husband I've been. I felt bad, but now, now I came back early. We're well on the the way to getting it back into the positive. So I'm in, a, to, in like, a
2: good mood. We need to figure out something to do for her. Like we need to like figure out like send her something, or we gotta we gotta brainstorm this offline.
3: I don't know. Plus, she, like she even made me like. Uh, a bunch of cookies to fucking give everybody to Adepticon. She made like two boxes of cookies to take in. What? Um, she's just so thoughtful. So like I had this giant box of no-bakes and fucking chocolate chips to take to Adepticon and I hooked the BattleFoam booth up with them because um, my buddy that. Rick works at BattleFoam. They posted a bunch of shit about me on Facebook because I went bullshitted with them. I, I hang out with Rick all the time. He's a super awesome dude. I'm hoping he gets to come out and play some games with me this fall. And the lady who runs the booth, Jama she's Romeo's wife, the owner's wife. She's really cool. She's always been super nice to me, um, and I, and uh, I always go out of my way, try to go out of my way to to give them because they're they're real nice. Because I'm a account, you know, I have a Battle Foam account. So right. and they've always they've always treated me right, and I love their product. So I try to go out of my way to, you know, whenever I see them at Gen Con or Adepticon to, you know, buy them, you know, buy them food, buy them drinks, whatever, take care of them. So. I gave them some cookies and then walked around and gave everybody I knew at the event, which is growing and growing. Like, pretty soon I'm going to have to have a fucking wheelbarrow full of cookies because I know so many people now. Because I keep meeting new fucking cool people every year because everybody's so awesome in the 30K community. Uh, I had to make sure I got Michael John some cookies. I actually ran out before I ran into him and Freddy and I had to go back to the fucking Battle Foam steal a cookie back. And give one to Michael John. And I was teasing him because I I didn't think about it when I said it. I am like, just so you know, these are the best chocolate chip cookies in the world. And you got to, he's a fucking, like, you know, super highly ninja black belt level trained fucking pastry chef. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, (laughs) it's it's like telling. And and he's so calm about it too. It's like like telling fucking Gordon, Gordon Ramsay, this is the best, you know, whatever fuck Gordon Ramsay specializes in thing in the world. And like I could see in Michael John's face, Lamb he's sauce. like, "Yeah, whatever." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so he's like, "I don't know. I make pretty good cookies," and I like forgot who I was talking to for a second, and I was like, "Oh fuck, that was kind of probably fucking stupid, but whatever." So he ate the cookie. He said he really liked the cookie. So, <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. So anyway, he he got to try the cookies, and I took him some uh, apple butter because I figured him being a uh, chef, he would be into like ingredients and trying new stuff yeah and uh i do probably never tried apple butter before because it's like a very american thing and not only is it a very american thing uh i don't know if they do they do that like anywhere outside of the midwest you guys have apple butter do you Uh, guys do that
2: there it's not i mean we don't have it on everything like you guys do like we don't dip our biscuits in it i mean biscuits aren't even really that popular so yeah
3: it's a it's a big thing here in the midwest so i took him i got him a jar from a local farm so it's like locally sourced Apple butter, the stuff that we sent to Kana. Yeah. Um, I, I got him some of that to give to him. So I don't know if he's tried it or not yet, but hopefully he thinks that's cool. I was teasing him. I'm like, I know that you guys have Vegemite, which is pure shit. Which so is garbage. Is kinda like the, which is shit. This is American version that's not at all pure shit. So this is like, fuck you, Australia.
2: Here, have this apple butter. So that's kind of. <laughs> Please apple. understand. This is why America is the diabetes capital of the world. Here you go. <laughs> like that's. that basically so So. just just real quick just let you know because i know you're not looking at the chat uh josh says cookies were the bomb (laughs) this is josh in balls deep prime the diet
3: the the (laughs) diabetic josh had more fucking cookies than anyone and i had to stop him i i went back through and i'm like does anybody want more cookies And he like grabbed like i want one of this and one of the and i didn't care it wasn't like he was being greedy but i was like dude you're diabetic. You're gonna have to control yourself. I'm looking out for you. Are you re- should you really be eating these cookies? And he was he like slowly put them back. Like you could see like the fucking like the gears turning behind his eyes, and he was like slowly putting them back. He's like, You're right, Kimmel. Thanks for looking out for me. I will have one. I think he took one more, but yeah, it was better than like the three that he grabbed.
2: I think we're like we're so like uh, uh. Like we don't control Josh at all. It's like okay, you can have it. Did you want chocolate syrup or no chocolate syrup? Like, <laughs> 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 like Yeah. Uh, but I was just looking out for him. What a good dude. So So was, like you you just went like you flew back from Texas, went to work yep. that night, painted up everything, and then yep. just like drove up, right?
3: I, I, so I, I came back, landed at like noon. Uh, my buddy, Chris Duncan, who went to Adepticon with me, who's my like partner in crime at Adepticon, yeah. uh, picked me up at the airport, came back to my house. We hung out for like an hour. Um, then he went home and I went to work um, that same day. I painted a little bit at work, um, got off work, painted more before I went to bed, got up in the morning, Painted more before going into work. Basically, repeated that process for three days. Then on Wednesday, I finished the last model I needed to finish at like 10 p.m. on Wednesday. Um, came home, got home at around midnight. packed packed up all my stuff that I needed for Adepticon. Got it all loaded in the car for the next day. Uh, hung out with my wife for an hour. Went to bed at two in the morning. Got up like five hours later at seven. Took a shower, jumped in the car, went and grabbed Chris, uh, and drove to Adepticon. And then my Adepticon
2: weekend started. <laughs> Fantastic. That's exactly how. <laughs> this, it's like, I'm telling you, it's, it's. What's it called? Uh, Not Pain Week. I can't remember. Whatever. Hell Week. Hell Week yeah. in football? Yeah. Hobby hell week, hell week. Hobby Hell Week, man. Heresy Hell Week. That's good.
3: But it was it was awesome.
2: So what did you have to finish before Adepticon altogether? Was it just five dudes, right? Six. 60. Six Marauders.
3: Um, six Marauders and then um, just like final final touch-ups on my display board. Like I had to make the fucking like label that, you know, for the border trim that goes around it. And then um, had to type up all my army lists. Really nice. Um, come up with names for all my units, and I've, I don't think anybody fucking paid any attention to my army list, which was kind of a bummer. But I came up with like names and a little bit of background for like all my characters, like all my sergeants, all my reaver chiefs, my reaver lord, my chaplain, all that.
2: Worked that all in. Like, Would you Would you base cool name. their name off of like what What uh,
1: What culture? Okay, so,
3: so I believe that the world eaters come from old Albia on Earth is what it said. I think they were taken from different places, but I I looked up Albanian names. Oh, okay. Cuz cool. I I'm, I'm pretty sure cuz world cuz they're supposed to be Terran world eaters. Okay. So I looked up Albanian names on the internet the interwebs and uh, took a bunch of Albanian names and named all my characters after them. And and I'm pretty I'm like 99% sure that that's correct because Looking through the Albanian names, the characters that Forge World has named, like uh, that Shaban guy, the the fucking white-eyes dude from book one or whatever, the loyalist world leader guy, i seen that name in the list of Albanian names. So I think Forge World did the same fucking thing that I did. They just Googled their list of
2: Albanian names like you did.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
2: And named their guys. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I dig it. I like that. I don't know. So that gave me, then some of them, like I didn't like maybe do it word for,
3: like letter for letter, but like just kind of got ideas and did, you know, similar
2: sounding names or whatever. I gotcha. Hell yeah, dude. That's super exciting. Let's listen to some voicemails real quick before we get into more Adepticon talk.
3: (laughs) Well, we got hobby progress. So my
2: hobby progress was doing my list and doing my Black Shield. So what'd you do? Oh, by the way, just real quick, real quick, since we're, oh, well, yeah, I I, I simple squats. But anyway, back to you. Like, okay. I know that you've been, like, putting off your husband duties, like, this past, like, yep. uh, uh, few weeks here. Uh, when you came home with the best painted metal, because I saw that you had that, like, was that, like, did you show your wife immediately? You're like, hey, look, this was all worth it. Now we get to hang it this up it, in the living room. It
3: didn't even, It was not that she cares about that, really. But it didn't even, as soon as I won it, I sent it up, her a picture. And I'll here, I'll just read the fucking what happened. Did you say, this is so, for us?
2: I won this for she us. Says,
3: <laughs> she says, I miss you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I miss you so much. She. This is her talking. Miss you so much. Hope you're having a good time. I love you. I said, I'm having a great time, and I will be back soon. And I sent her a picture of the medal. And I said, I won best painted uh, for the narrative. And she said, look at you. Great job, babe. And I said, thanks. So much work. And she goes, I know, but at least it paid off. And I said, I will call you later. She says, okay. I'm taking an hour nap, so call me after that. And I said, okay. Um, so, that was that. And then, uh, later on, we talked on the phone, and it was she. I was basically like, you know, reiterated about me being a shitty husband. And she was like, yeah, but it's cool you won the medal for all that. And, you know, this and that. And <laughs> yeah,
2: but... It was, so. it was worth it. It was worth it. We can <laughs> We can now let the neighbors know. that, <laughs> that Yeah.
3: I, I have, like... I mean, it, to be honest, like, it is worth it to me. I'm not trying yeah. to, like, oh, yeah. shit no, I, on it at all. I get but, it. But, I mean, think of, like when I think of the amount of money I put into the army, like, I fucking, like, you know what I mean? Like, went all out on the display board, fucking bases, bits, parts, whatever, and then the amount of time I put into it, and then it's like, you finally, you get that little medal, which doesn't like, when you really think about it, the medals, like what, like fuck, 20 bucks. But it's like whatever, seals you know, it seals like, it,
2: dude. It seals the deal, dude. Right, You're
3: right. Like, <laughs> it's, it's the, it's the thing. Like, it's like the, look, I did this, which is really fucking awesome.
1: And gonna... I was really
3: happy that, uh, my buddy Scott got it on the next day because I know how much work and time and pride he put in that Solar Exilla army. And, um, Scott Switzer? I, I know Scott for the Fact. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude with yeah. that white. Won the oh, next day.
2: Good job, Scott. Yep.
3: Yeah. Awesome. Really awesome job. So I was really glad that uh his his hard work paid off too, because I know he put a lot of time
2: into that army as well. Mm. Must be so nice. Must be so <laughs> nice to put all that work in <laughs> all year to have it pay off with a little medal. Yep. Or even even just yeah. one of those little acrylic pieces, man. I'd be happy with that. No. Yeah,
3: well, that's the cool. Like so, last year they gave out uh, paint nerd stickers, which you know that. Like if you if you like made the like the first cut, yeah, you're holding one up right now. It's not mine. This by year the way. you got little, you got little like acrylic laser cut tokens that were either in the shape of, I think they had hand flamers, Phobos pattern bolt pistols, uh, Volkite Serpentas, or plasma pistols. And they said, like, heresy awesome sauce or awesome something. I got it in the other room. Um, But that was, like, they they gave you that token for, like, the nicely painted armies. So he let you pick. Like, Mark Mark had, well, he, if you weren't by your table, he would just lay down, like, whatever. So, like, if you were a salamander, he would give you, like, a hand flamer. Like, he tried to correspond, you know, kind of with what your army was, which was kind of cool. But if you were there, like, he asked me which one I wanted and i was like well i want the bolt pistol like i just i think cuz the phobos fucking bolt pistol looks rad so i got a little bolt pistol token which is pretty badass too
2: see now like now that the army is like run run the gauntlet and show it what it's worth like now you just got to like put it in a a an acrylic box and fill that box with like a clear acrylic and never play it again and just put all your medals on it and yeah
3: it's done its <laughs> thing <laughs>
2: It's it's running its we'll course. It
3: Let's we'll spin the wheel and give it away. No, I'm just playing. I'm <laughs> not giving it away. No, I actually really like the armor. Like after playing it, it's super fucking fun to play. Um, there are also like as in regards to some of the FAQ questions and how adeptic like you ruled on them for stiff and adepticon. There's at least one that needs fucking adjusted. Which one's that? Hundred percent sweep. Dreadclaw being, angry. yeah, it, it <laughs> needs to be once per fucking turn. It, it can't be twice a turn. You can't, It's fu- that's fucking beard as fuck. Like, I was killing so much shit with that. Like, by the end of the day, I was, like, purposely forgetting to fucking do
2: it some of the time. Because I was just like, this is, this is not... Did, did the, you barth them? with Like the barth fire sweep of death? like Oh, the- yeah,
0: yeah. Ask
3: Jay. ask I played against Jay. He'll, he'll come back and tell you. I'm trying to think of who I played against. You can ask him about it. Um, he lost a bunch of shit to it. Um, you can ask Lucas about it in the last game. They lost a bunch of shit to it. Uh, they lost the most shit to it. Because uh, the turn one that I was telling you, things went really well. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Like, it killed a fuck. They killed, like, just landing you know, when doing it and then doing it when they flat out after landing, um, they killed like th- two rhinos and a Scorpus whirlwind and like stunned a fucking Damocles and put whole points on it. And then Josh like fucking breacher shelled the fuck out of a land raider with his mortars. And like, we blew up like all their vehicles except for one rhino before they even went with just dread claws and one battery of mortars or one battery
2: of <laughs> artillery. That's fucking great, dude. Did they nerf you at all? Did you get nerfed at all? What do you mean? Like I heard uh I heard that Mark and all them were uh going around nerfing things that they thought was like if like you were winning a lot or doing anything like Oh,
3: they gave somebody a they they went around and threw down something that like delayed reserves. Yeah. So like trying to not get the last half of my army in. Um which I think it fucked up. Cause I only, cause my shit all comes in, cause I only have five pods in the army. So three of them come in turn one. So I only have two pods in reserve. Right. So I think he gave me something which was like negative, like where I needed like a six for a turn, or maybe like it was a six and then a five or something. Well, I forget. But I ended up roll. I one thing didn't come in, but the other thing did. So it messed up one reserve roll, and then it auto came in the next turn or whatever. Okay. I think that was the only. It was cool. I didn't like I didn't have any issues. And then they gave everybody these little uh cards that you get you got one at the beginning like each day of the narrative you got one regardless. And then every time you won a game you got another and they were random. And some of the abilities were like super fucking powerful and some of the abilities were like, you know, good but not great. Um, I didn't get any of the crazy ones. Like I got one that was like re roll a single armor save, including a you know, even in a vulnerable save, like re roll one save, and then you tore up the card. And then I got um I got that one and I got two of them that were just re-roll any die roll. So I could re roll any die roll. I had two of those, and I had one that I could force a difficult terrain test, even in open terrain, on an enemy unit or vehicle. And then I had another one that I could play it on in a, on an enemy unit, and that enemy unit's weapons all gained the gets hot special roll.
2: Oh, see that's pretty cool. Yeah so fuck you in your acid rounds dark angels they're all hot. but some of, some of the
3: crazy ones were like that I, w- uh one of my partners in one game had one that uh you could play this card and any any time that like you played any time something took a wound and it automatically becomes two wounds that there's no save of any kind against oh shit <laughs> so it was like he killed the enemy warlord with it cuz the guy had like two wounds left on his model. I think it was Eric Evans Magos or something. And he like does a wound, like slips a wound through and he's like, "Okay, I take a wound." And he's like, "Uh, unfortunately, here's this card <laughs> It just kills him."
2: Oh fuck. Oh, so you just like pop the cards out whenever they went down. That's pretty cool. I like that. That's... Yeah, they look like playing cards. They they look almost like uh poker,
3: you know, like poker playing cards, and they were really nice-looking cards. I gave all the ones that I had left over cuz I there was like three... Of, I had like three or four cards that I kept through the whole event that I just never used. I think three. And at my last game, I played against Lucas and uh, Joel Moon. I think I gave them to Lucas to keep. I don't remember. I gave them to somebody and they kept them. I probably should have kept one just to show you as an
2: example. But so I'm so sure you, you can. So you find got the me. full deck or what? Or it was just that you're... No, 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 no. That you they Definitely.
3: had several... They had two full decks of them and then you'd get like a couple. So... Every game you won, you got one card, and then every day of the event, if you played in that day, you got one for free. How did they so determine?
2: Like, how did they determine you getting the cards, or was it just like uh, random?
3: Well, that's why I said, like, you just draw. It's like a deck. And oh, they, okay. You draw it off the top, so they don't know what you're getting, and you don't know what you're getting until you draw it, and then you can read it. Oh, okay. That's, that's and then cool. there was no rules against like trading, so like I could walk over to fucking somebody else's army or whatever, like somebody on my team, and go, hey, I have this card. What do you have? Oh, you want to swap? That kind of thing. I've seen that going on.
2: Are you telling on people, bro? Are you are you narking right now? <laughs> Did you hear any names? Did you hear any names? No, I don't think it was illegal. i will just playing. Like, you, can Kenny, and Ryan, and <laughs> they were trading cards.
3: I think Samson just showed up. Samson and uh, Joe Kirkus are staying the night here. I hear my dogs going
2: fucking nuts upstairs. So if you hear barking in the background, that's what's going on. Oh, dude, I want Samson on the podcast. I want to hear him talk about Decepticon. Let's get him on. Hear him. He's right here. Okay. I think they're coming back there. Hold on. Let's do a real quick pause that y'all won't know about. It's just that easy. Yep. Like it, it. Like it's like nothing happened. It's it's like yep. Nobody knows how much time was in between that interval, or if there was even an yep. interval. <laughs> or if we just magic,
3: breathing. say hi. What up, everybody? This is David <laughs> Sampson
2: with hey, Black on. Label Painting. This is,
3: this is Joe Kirkus. Hello. Did I pronounce that right? No, you didn't. No is one Kirkus? does. Kirkus. Kirkus. Yeah. Kirkus, not Kirkus. Kirkus, Kirkus.
0: Kirkus like penis.
3: Like <laughs> penis, but Kirkus.
0: No, Dave, you're the one that likes penis. Just
2: don't judge me. <laughs> I'm not judging it. I enjoy it. <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So there's that. Um, <laughs> That's real. Uh, real quick, while we got Samson in the room, Joshua Delarosa wants to uh, ask you about the elevator ride.
0: Oh yeah, that was that was super friendly. So like, <laughs> we get in the elevator. I get in the elevator on my floor, and it's like assholes and elbows. And the door opens up, and it's like Josh, and he's like he sees me, and it's I don't know anybody in this elevator, and he just lunges in and just like bear hugs me like. Tip to tip. We're just hugging each other on the elevator right all the way down. People were freaking the fuck out, like, what in the hell? Like this big ass biker dude hugging it's... on this little fat guy. <laughs>
2: there's so much there's so much room in the elevator. There's plenty of room for oh, them both that, to fit.
0: It really wasn't. There really was no room. It was it was great. Like some of those people you can tell they weren't con people. They're like regular, like older people staying in the hotel. We call those the normies. The normies, yeah, they're the yeah, it was, it was it was fucking great. It was gay as shit. It's
2: the gayest thing all morning. <laughs> I always like wonder about the people that uh, stay in the hotel normally, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll just you know we'll pop up to Schaumburg uh, this weekend. We'll just go ahead and you know we got we'll get a hotel room." And I'll, I wonder if they get the warning. Like I wonder if they get a little like, "Hey, we're just gonna let you know, you guys. Know there's a big con this weekend, or you know if they just like go." Cause they, I don't I don't know what they're doing in Chicago, but like, and then they show up and it's nerd fucking city. Like there's just <laughs> there's armpit smell just everywhere and just sealer smell well, <laughs> testers paint.
3: I, I was laughing. I don't I I don't know if in, if this will ever see the light of day other than like Scott's wife's uh, like text messaging, but Scott went out of his way to take a picture of every exposed butt crack at Epicon and (laughs) send it to his wife. (laughs) So Scott was going around secretly photographing every exposed butt crack and sending it via message to his wife. So she just has like... (laughs) <laughs> no, he didn't do the magic guy. He didn't like selfie it. He just took a picture of it. So she has literally just like a phone full of strangers butt crack, nerd butt crack, like picture after picture after picture on her phone.
0: <laughs> so, so I got like a gross Scott story almost. Uh, it was my uh, gross Scott story, like kind of like for a Depicon. So me and Joe were like walking back from the open game and watching, you know, Freddie and all of them playing and from Ryan playing. Perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> We're, like, walking across, like, on the lobby level. You know how it's, like, like the second floor in the in the building where the, where the con's at. And there's, like, that walkway that connects it to the lobby and the, to the hotel. So I'm, like, casually strolling along. And I just – I happen to see something, like, white off in the distance. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm, like, stumbling over to it. And I'm like – I was like, God damn, somebody just lost their anal, damn. It's this fucking to- big wad of toilet paper with shit on it just laying on the fucking ground. <laughs> Why do you have to be that much of a disgusting fac that you have to have an anal dam and then why can't you keep it tucked in there? A manpon.
2: I, I almost
0: yeah, I man pond. Sat- I have pictures of it on my phone. There's <laughs> fucking proof. I was about to post that shit in the Depticon Horse Heresy group in the lost in- and
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody lose their manpon? Like
0: their <laughs> man. It's it's, in, it's on the second floor and it's it's
2: quite disgusting. Hey dude. Uh, so yeah. so at least they had the thought that like, they knew they were like, look, I just ate a bunch of Giordano's pizza. I know I'm going to be having swamp ass for the next few days. Let me go ahead and stack it in and <laughs> cover it up. Like that's nice of them. Thank you, sir, if you're listening right now, if you're one of our listeners, you lost your map on. I appreciate you. <laughs> Even though I wasn't there.
3: Can we can we pause for a moment to note that Dave Sampson
2: has
0: a picture of shitty toilet paper on his phone. Just, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think that needs to be noted for the record. I was looking for for you know the color v- variations on the piece of toilet paper. I want to use it like a color wheel whenever I do Nurgle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you were looking through the gradient like you're like yeah. <laughs> it's like,
0: yeah, I was, just, I was analyzing
3: it like you know analyzing. that was it was, was, it was analy- analy- from, from analyze went from analyzed to analyzing.
0: analyzing analyzing the close proximity. <laughs> Of the brown stains towards the end. Because that had to be where the, the shit was originating from. It was close to the sphincter. So How does that
3: fall out of your butthole? Like you're casually walking along and it falls out of your butthole and rolls down your pant leg
2: off your fucking ankle bone onto the floor? That's got to be shorts. That's got to be shorts. That's got to be a short thing.
0: Uh, all day long. All day long. Yeah, it definitely was some kilts. There was definitely some, some dudes that did not need to be wearing kilts. Because uh, <laughs> I'm sure they look like a whole bunch of, like a big old bowl of mashed potatoes or anything. Kill this oh, God. It's a- this gross! <laughs> gross. <laughs>
3: I once heard somebody that you know, like when you get older and you got to go and they fucking check your prostate, and they they fucking lube up their hand that they lube up the fucking glove and then they fucking stick it up in your ass, okay, or whatever. Yeah. So this guy, know, that's an older gentleman, had that done to him, and he said that it was leaking out the whole his whole fucking ride home, Ugh. and he could feel it in his underwear, and he said when he pulled his fucking drawers down when he got home and looked at him. He said it looked like he had a beat up jellyfish in his <laughs>
1: underwear.
3: <laughs>
2: Which was the funniest description I think I've ever heard in my life. What's, what's funnier is like this is just some random old man like you decided to have a no, 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 no. prostate worked, exam worked, it's conversation.
3: The, <laughs> it, it, uh, it's the guy who built my house.
2: Oh, okay, built this house. Okay. Fair enough. I
3: I know him. I'm not gonna name names. Not that he would care, but
2: it's like, yeah, you just wanna go ahead and you want an archway here. Let me tell you about my prostate exam.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I used to work I work he's an IPL employee, but he builds (laughs) homes on the side, so I worked with
2: him every day. So we were friends. Or we are friends. That's good stuff, man. I love these Adepticon stories. Right now, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever you're at, if you have a badass Adepticon story, it didn't even have to be badass. If you found a man pawn on the ground, call into our voicemail. If you lost your man pawn, if you lost your man yeah. pawn, like give us a call. Yeah. We will, we we got it. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Seven
0: o'clock this morning. I, I'm not sure. He might. I don't think he's there no
2: Oh, I, I just imagine Samson got like tongs, put a little evidence bag and like here we go. <laughs> so we skipped over voicemails. Do you want to play
3: the voicemails now that they're here and then we'll jump back into Depticon talk?
2: Yeah. Let's do some voicemails. And from All what right. it looks like here, it looks like Josh is trying to get on trying to download the Skype app. Just letting you know. <laughs>
3: just, okay. So Josh wants on too?
2: Just letting you know to prepare for the mega cast of like everybody because it's gonna be good times. Oh boys. well,
3: well we're, man, what well, somebody was talking at Adepticon and I was like, I'm like, oh, he's one of the DeLa Rosa brothers, the one that's this, and he's like, the loud one. <laughs> yeah, the loud one. <laughs> Before I could describe Josh, he just asked if it was the loud one. <laughs> You're just like. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you have issues when you're talking to me and you're asking me, me, if someone else is the loud one. <laughs>
2: the, the one with, like, six medals? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> the, Did I, the guy I went with,
3: Chris Duncan, he's deaf in one ear. Can't hear out of it, worth a fuck. And his wife, uh, one time when they were, like, after meeting me, like, he'd known me for a while and his wife met me for the first time. And I guess on the car ride home, she's like, I really like Ryan, but, man, he's kind of loud. <laughs> and Chris oh, Duncan fuck. goes, well, that's fuck why I like him. He's the only one of my friends I can hear when he talks to
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you guys, like, everybody, every, like, I, like, every once in a while we get this, like, Michael's really quiet on the podcast. I'm like, dude, I got to adjust these levels down. Like, I got to, like, it's not, like, I got to try and match him, but it's just so hard, like. It's Go like, back
3: and listen to the episode that we did together when we were both here. Exactly. At the beginning of it, when when you were like loaded it up and I was seeing how the magic happens for the first time and you were explaining, you were like, "See this line here when I talk? That's me. <laughs> see this fucking line that goes like straight up at a fucking 90 degree angle on this fucking bar?" Yeah, right there. See? Look, he's showing me.
2: <laughs> okay, That's so this Ryan. is this is me normally talking. Like, you see how I'm the little baby bar? Go ahead, Ryan. Unleash your fear. This is me
3: talking right here. (laughs) See, it's not... Oh, yeah. Yeah, right there. See, boom. It's like a
1: goddamn earthquake.
3: Yeah. It's much higher on the Richter scale or whatever the fuck techno-sorcery you have there. (laughs) The Richter scale.
2: (laughs) 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 All right. So first things first, uh, somebody sent us a text message over, uh, over voicemail. They said, listen to your podcast, enjoying a steak, stay in your lane. That's classy as fuck. Like, that should be on a yep. shirt. Like, I, I might get Josh to put that on a shirt with our logo. It just says, listen to your podcast, enjoying a steak, stay in your lane. I don't know who sent this, but I'm just going to put the little line and then put, like, your phone number. That's what we'll do. <laughs> 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 but that's, I, thought-
3: I, got, I got a lot of uh, stay in your lane. Like, people were walking by, and they didn't recognize me by looks, but they would hear me talking. Uh And I would hear that, like, I was playing the game but not paying attention, you know, but I heard people behind me. And I would talk, and I'd hear somebody in the background go, I know that voice, that's Kimmel. And they'd, like, I could see them looking for me. And then they'd see me, I'd turn and look, and then they would see me, and I'd smile at them, and they'd scream, stay in your lane at me, which was fucking cool. It was exactly what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get any fuck you, Ryan Kimmels? Oh, please
2: tell me you got I got fuckers. one. I
3: think I got one fuck you. Most people were polite and just said stay in your lane. Nobody was aggressive with it. The one guy that even told me fuck you, he was smiling when he said it, it was a nice fuck you. It was the, you know, <laughs> fuck you, Ryan Kimmel, stay in your lane. So
2: I heard some dinging. Okay. Anyway. anyway. Voicemail. Back to voicemail. Okay. So another one. I can already tell by the number it's Australian. I immediately know this is going to be an Australian voicemail. <laughs> I feel like I know who it is.
4: Heresy camp! Heresy camp! Heresy camp! Yeah! Flesh of the team right now at the heresy camp. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so thank thank you, Tim, for continuing the the heresy camp uh, bandwagon. What <laughs> need to happen? Uh, it
3: it dude it has to happen at this point like if if you guys don't do it in Texas it's gonna happen in Indiana I already show like I already found a fucking alternate venue so it <laughs> has to happen like it's on you to make it happen and I'll help out but if you guys don't do it i I'm forced to do it
2: <laughs> all right all right we I mean we gotta I gotta get the game together dude like we gotta we gotta plan this out I mean I don't know if it'll be instead of stiff four we're gonna do heresy camp or we're gonna combine stiff four and heresy camp. I don't know, but it can't not happen. Like, it's too, it's too, it's grown legs. Joe wants to call it Stiffy Camp. Stiffy Camp? <laughs> I
0: think all the boys will come for Stiffy Camp. Yeah,
2: All the boys will be down for Stiffy Camp.
3: Hashtag coming for Stiffy Camp.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we were trying to, like, coin the hashtag getting stiff for a long time, but, like, we were like, nah, like, it's, it's it just won't work. <laughs> <laughs> all right here's another here's another one not not australian
4: hey guys i just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on
3: forge world discontinuing the thunderhawks there's been a
4: lot of speculation since the video from adepticon about uh, the thunderhawk cardboard box and uh, the emails I've received say that they can discontinue them completely, while other people saying
3: that they got an email saying that they're redoing the molds. So I'll just wonder what your thoughts were. Thanks. Bye. What
2: your I thoughts? think on
3: Facebook they confirmed it today, right? That it's yeah. going to be plastic. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. It, yeah.
2: I don't. I don't think they confirmed it's that it's going to be plastic. I think they just confirmed that the last resin Thunderhawk was being made.
0: That's what they put the very last resin. Sneaky.
2: Well. So,
3: if it's the last resin one, well, they're not going to make it out of fucking ice. Well, so they might not make plastic, it all.
2: Right? They might not make it at all. Yeah, it's yeah. Pewter. Pewter <laughs>
3: Thunderhawks. You heard it here first. Pewter
2: Thunderhawks. <laughs>
3: It'll be like the old fucking Eldar models that snap like a stale graham cracker. The fucking stupid Eldar Dreadnought from 2nd Edition that <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: so bad.
2: Yeah, anyway. Pewter Thunder. Yeah. Pewter Thunder. <laughs> Thunderhawks.
0: it was at the throne of skulls event
3: at the end of the throne of skulls event uh like right either before or after the awards they said they announced that they've made their last resin thunderhawk
2: yeah i saw that speaking of throne of skulls dude we need to give a shout out to mr dan porter for walking away with that sexy ass trophy did you see dan i think he won like coolest dude or most badass dude
3: yeah very cool congratulations
2: Congratulations, Dan! so proud of you. Hold on one second.
3: We've got you uh, He should have got a, another trophy for his fucking voicemail
2: he sent us. <laughs> oh, that's all the voicemails. I'm looking through it, that's that's all we got. That's it.
3: We got a lot of work to do from this podcast, Michael. We we've been talking. We need to do the voicemail compilation, right? Yeah. Like, aren't we going to compile all the voicemails where you can just go and just listen to just the voicemail section of every podcast? And then we need to start on the list library.
2: The, uh, I have all of the voicemails, like, pulled together from, uh, uh, what do you call it? I have all the voicemails, like, saved into an MP4 format on my, uh, on my Dropbox. So I have all of them. So what I want to do is I just want to go through all of them and be like, you know. Fuck you Ryan Kimmel. Ryan Kimmel, stay in your lane. Everything. Just like uh, just a beautiful opening of just a bunch of fuck yous.
3: Just so. fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. That's pretty funny. There's a <laughs> compilation online of Samuel Jackson every time he says motherfucker. It's a YouTube that. video. It's like four, it's like 4 minutes long of just Samuel Jackson saying motherfucker or fuck or whatever. It's pretty funny. <laughs>
2: trying to get josh on but it didn't look yeah. like it's working so i'll try again i'll keep trying but that's it that's it all we got for voicemails uh yeah just more depthicon talk now tell me what else Back i missed to all right so i mean what do you want you're you're the
3: interviewer we're the interviewee so you need to ask questions and we'll give you answers
1: hey the
2: body? samson did you play in the narrative were you part of the narrative
0: no, I didn't play in the narrative. I played in the uh, 30K friendly. Uh, <coughs> friendly. Um, that's about all I played in.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm trying to so do... So,
3: I heard... Uh, while we're on this subject, I heard that uh, Cust- there was three Custodes players. Um, so that means that there was nine games played with Custodes because there's three players playing three rounds. And of the nine games that Custodes were involved in, they only lost a single game. And also a Custodes player won the overall... In the competitive format, and just from walking around and hearing the, uh, as the eye of horse guys would call it, around the traps, just like the gossip going on and like walking past and hearing people's conversations, there were many people very salty about custodes. I
0: didn't get I didn't get, to, I didn't get the chance to play them, so I don't really, really know on that. Was, there was some uh, there was there were some things. So I'm just gonna say that there was some things. I heard that
3: Constantine <laughs> Valdor split off from a unit and charged a Typhon and
2: soloed it in a single round of close combat. Oh my! Well, I mean that's expected. Like I, there's no doubt in my mind that that would happen. But I mean,
0: to, to be fair, I did bring a Puffer on in my Mechanicum, but it did absolutely dick. I didn't really take out too much with it, and I, yeah, I got my ass handed to me like several games. <laughs>
2: yeah, I kind of had a feeling like that was kind of kind of be the the general for I, I never had real high hopes for perphyron, so like I'm sorry that it didn't work out for you, but just putting like, Noor- normally
0: normally it does good, but uh
2: yeah, we'll just say normally it does good. I'll just, I'll just leave. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> like what happened? like tell us like what what took your Porphyron down? Was it just a fast moving fucking unit?
0: It was a combination of dice loads. Uh, di- dice rolls were pretty bad.
2: Um, and,
0: and then they were just completely wiping the rest of my army before I had the chance to really do much else. Uh, the one guy who actually killed the Pufferon, he he had my heart, he had a hard counter for my army. I mean, he had a Raven Guard army that was full of grav. Like, grav on everything. I'm talking... You know the 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 batteries. You know he and then he had uh the the, the vets with the meltavets. You know he he shot his entire army at my at the Port Faron for two rounds of shooting. Was it Pete? And he, uh, Pete. Uh, Pete DeFlorio? I, I don't know. He had like an accent. Oh, uh, probably not him then. No, no, it was. from uh, New York. No, no, definitely not him. It was, it was foreign. Well, he had a foreign accent. I can't remember his name. I'm really shitty with names. <laughs> but uh, what a jerk.
3: He said he was hey, Samson. A, Recovering. Here's how a fucking pro does it.
0: Yeah, you write it down. I didn't. I'm fucking not a pro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, there it is. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he 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 said he was a recovering 40k player. He's like trying to try not to be so super competitive. Which I mean, he was trying, but yeah, he, he still with my ass <laughs> pretty pretty soundly. So anyway. <laughs> Real quick, the guy who
3: won the competitive was actually Mark from Age of Darkness podcast. So nice. it's cool that a podcaster won. But here's what's funny, and I'm curious to hear the next Age of Darkness. And I'm not trying to put words in his mouth. I'm just I ask him because he's the one that won, and people were complaining about custodes. So I wasn't trying to beat. Her. You know me, I'm a real dude. Like I wasn't. Like I just walked up to him and was like. Well, I heard you, like, fucking hurt some feelings with your custodes. <laughs> how does how, that feel? Like, that kind of shit. And uh, I'm like, you know I'm a fan of custodes, right? You know, because I know he listens to our show, and I shit on him all the time about being golden fuck boys, and, you know, them being overpowered and all that shit. But, so, anyway, he was like, I forget the... So, I asked him about it, and he said... The, And this is just taking him for out his word, which I would have no reason. You know, Mark's a good dude. There's no reason he would lie about it at all or, you know, be whatever. So this was – I asked him about his army, and he said this is how he built it. He said when he started the army, in order to have it ready for Adepticon, you know, because they just came out recently. So he said in order to get it ready, he could only get the models that were available, you know, because I don't know that he went to Games Day or whatever. So he basically just ordered them as they were released and could really just build and paint stuff. As fast as he could with what he had. So he said his list, he did not optimize it at all. It was literally just the models that he was, uh, you know, that were available to him to get to add up to 2,500 points. And he still crushed everyone in the competitive event. And talking to everyone else, there was more. This was the most competitive year of 30K. Like there was lots of people bitching about the power level of lists. And he walked through that. With a "quote-unquote" totally unoptimized Custodes army that he didn't even really try to build in any sort of manner to be ultra competitive.
2: Damn, dude, that's whenever bonkers. Whenever I started
0: playing Eldar, I I uh, like when Eldar came out, it was like super powerful. When I was playing forty K, I, I put a list together. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, and I I was tabling people. <laughs> it kind of kind of puts me in mind of that. Yeah, it, it was it was super powerful.
2: Was there any uh, was there thousand sun players? Uh, thousand uh, I can Whoa. hear myself. Uh,
3: there really wasn't that many... There was a couple playing in the narrative. Like, Stefan uh, Hillman, the guy that writes into us all the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was playing, and I think he won, actually, Coolest Dude with his thousands... Like, everybody loved him. Like, I think he got... What was funny, we were joking. We were Everybody thought it was funny because you are supposed to write down who your best game was, and so you only play three games. So that should be a max three votes, but he got five. That's how fucking awesome he was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... <fuck. laughs>
3: <laughs> so, but anyway, he was playing Thousand Sons. But, I mean, he wasn't... Like, I looked at his... You know, he would just took shit to have fun. And then the second day of the narrative, it was either the second or third day, the guy who was our War Master was playing Thousand Sons. And he had Magnus in his list, but I like I just glanced at his list, it wasn't bad, and I didn't hear anybody complain. So, And then um, at Stiff, there was guys that you know played Thousand Sons. So it sounds like the Thousand Sons players, at least the ones I've been exposed to, are very well aware of how beard their rules are and what to avoid and how to play them in a way that doesn't step on toes. And they're doing... A, it just goes to show that the 30k community is awesome and putting their money where their mouth is at least on those guys. Now, the thing with Thousand Sons, because all their power comes from their psychic power shit, you and can turn that's something off. that you yeah. can... You can turn it off. You can choose to roll on different shit. You can choose to throw like too many dice or not enough dice at something. You can adjust that. You can't turn off beard fucking custodes like you just can't like they're fucking they have a list of special rules it's fucking long all their shit's fucking bonker like every guy's a goddamn praetor in their army their fucking tanks kill everything ignore all your fucking saves jink and still shoot at full ballistic skill don't fucking die so i don't know what you're supposed to do about them like if you want to play custodes like
2: you're just going to be that guy i really don't know what else to tell you damn dude that's fucking Fucking ridiculous. ridiculous I would I would honestly, I'd would, love to play against a Custodes list. Like, that'd be, like, with my dreads. Like, that seems, like, so much fun to me. The only thing i really have to worry about would be, like, Valdor or those all their little tanks they have running around, like, ready to blast. No, me no, no, the no,
3: no, The only thing you'd have to worry about is all their tanks, all their infantry, and all their characters. That's this really it. That's, <laughs> all their mods. Just all their mods. <laughs> and their And their dreadnoughts. That's really all you have to worry about. Uh, they're so, dred- yeah, their dreadnoughts. You're, you're good if they only take the spear guys. Other than that, <laughs> you're fucked. But if they only take spear guys, you're good. Well, that's yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's so dope. <dumb. laughs> I, I feel. I really feel like they'd be like so far gone away from me. Like if you played him right, like if you played Casto's right, like I feel like as soon as I landed, they'd be like, "Okay, we're going fuck off over here, and we're just gonna shoot you to death, uh, so you can't insta blast everybody in the fucking army." So, but fuck. I heard, I just saw a message, you hear Magnus got tank shocked to death. <laughs> did anybody hear that? Did that Did that really happen? I, that, probably, maybe. That's funny, if it did. <laughs> He's all sitting there, like, trying to, like, conjure something. Like, get a Mazi, And then, boom, Spartan. Just I looked. think it pro- probably,
3: Um, it was probably Thunder Blitz, because there was a, several Solar Ox guys that had, you know, lots of, like, Malkadors and shit, which were super heavies. Yeah. So they probably Thunder Blitzed. Yeah, that'd so. be
2: badass. That'd be the fucking coolest I, way. Who was maybe. it?
3: Freddy? I was laughing because Freddy was all proud of himself because he took a sicker inventor and he said he stunned this guy. I forget, It was either a Malkador or a Typhon and he stunned it twice, like two turns in a row and he was like, yes, I'm stunning this thing and the guy was like, finally was like he's like he stunned it like twice or three times and after like enough of it, the guy was like well, I can still Thunderblitz, fuck you, and like ran over <laughs> a bunch of Freddy's tanks. <laughs> 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 He's like, I guess I'm snap firing. Okay, Thunder Blitz, and, like kill a bunch of Freddy shit. <laughs> and Freddy was like, Oh well. <laughs> it was so funny.
2: It probably did more damage Thunder Blitzing than it would do <laughs> with its like demolisher cannon and its <laughs> And I
3: know every time I every time I walk past the table, uh, with Freddy's tanks on them, they were all on fire. He has these little fire counters, like. Yeah. Freddy should just glue those fuckers on top of his things. (laughs) Because they're like a permanent feature, as far as I know. Like, half of them were always on fire. (laughs) so funny.
2: Josh says he thinks it was Switzer that fucking, uh... That thunderblitzed, uh, Magnus. May have been. Been (laughs) In the
3: third day, yeah. May have been. Because he's got, uh, uh... what did he have in his list on the third? Because he changed his list a lot because he put things in and out. He had cause he had a Malkador and Furnace, but only one, and I think he only ran it at the 2150 points level, which was only a single game. Um, I think he had a storm sword for the two big games, and then maybe a Malkador or a Macarius or something. I don't know. I can look back at pictures, but like I said, he changed his list a lot. Like it 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 wasn't just like like my black shields were literally like my army at 1750 was pretty much the same all the way through just like making squads bigger or smaller. Right. And you know and taking a unit out, but he like really changed his list from each point level, which was cool. So, cool. I don't know what he had on the second day. There's a picture though him and the guy from uh Michigan, Brian from Michigan. Um he's got a huge Solar Ox army. That's like a real pretty dark green. Brian Brinegan. Brinegan, yeah.
0: Brenner again, Brenner
3: again. He's, he's a cool dude. Um, him and Scott teamed up and they're playing on 4x8s and they literally had a fucking 8 foot line of nothing but fucking solar axilla tanks and fucking rapier batteries. It was hilarious. Like, I can't tell you how many goddamn Dracosians and Super heavies and Malcador's shit were on the table but it was a goddamn lot. <laughs> and I walked past I went, good luck over here! <laughs> like, like, I don't know who's playing against that but that's like fucking 20 pie plates at streak 10 or whatever turn one like i don't know it was fucking off the chain i was like jesus
2: (laughs) that's so cool dude that's the shit you go to see like that's why you go to depth con to see shit like that like just uh just a full armor column
1: i
3: I took a picture of that i think it's probably on our facebook thing i forgot to go back because brian I yelled at Brian. I was like, hurry up! Because he was deploying. He had so much fucking shit and they didn't have enough room, He's deploying. And I was trying to get a picture of it, you know, before my game. And I was like, Brian, hurry up and deploy so I can get a picture of this. You're fucking dragging ass. And he laughed and he was like, I'm trying, I'm trying. So I I got a picture where it was mostly on the board, I think. But I don't remember if it was fully on the board. But if it is, it's on our Facebook page. I I put all my Adepticon pictures and a few videos on our uh, RFI Facebook.
2: That's super cool, dude. That's fucking way cool. <laughs> so funny. I uh, uh I always like I always laugh at like how long it takes uh, militia players and uh Astra Militarum or not Astra Militarum, Solar Exilla players to like deploy all their shit. Like it's like it's like so time consuming. It's like you are fucking sandbagging this whole game. It's like you're taking an hour just to deploy your stupid shit. Like uh oh, <laughs> cracks me up, man. So real quick, what was your favorite army there,
3: Samson? Just like looks wise, what was your favorite army, or what like theme wise,
0: or whatever? Oh god, or don't put me on the spot. Um, shit, I, I would have to say the Solar Ox because I can acknowledge how much time and effort goes into the Solar Ox. Which one? Which one? I, I really like Scotts. Like yeah. Scotts, I, I would I would kiss that man on the mouth because I just like that guy. So he much. would let you. I know he nah. would. <laughs> and then we'd talk about poop and, and everything would be great. No, but I, I really like Scott's. Yeah, Scott's had to be Brian's looks great too. Brian's is fucking they awesome. They looked really good
3: together because Scott's was like that white like off white color. And Brian's is like the real dark green.
0: Yeah, they so complemented each other really well. Because yeah. funny thing is, is Brian's is uh, Lord Marshall's and it's they got the they got the green fatigues and the white tanks. So those next next to Scott's it uh, it just all complement each other really well. It looked really good when I seen it all out on the table.
2: So it looked like they were part of like the same army. Like th- it's like okay, this is the first faction, and this is the Lord Marshal's own over here. Like you know, is that is that kind of how it all looked deployed to- pl- together. Really good together. It was they complement each other really well. It looked awesome.
3: I'm sending Michael a picture of Brian's right now, so you can see Brian's. You know what Scott's looks like.
2: Yeah. Yeah scott's scott's is the the white the off-white the the yeah, wood the, concrete gray followed up by white is
0: it's a warm white it's what we what's commonly referred to like a warm white Didn't yeah. say
2: that. that. <laughs> it, that's what we refer to it in the business <laughs> as a warm white so joe what was your favorite army that you
3: saw our favorite army
0: uh I have to say, my my favorite army was by uh, that that one of those guys who runs the Radio Free Islam podcast. Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I I really I really love the flayed that you did. The black uh, shields, yeah, the black shields. Just the 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 bits you use, like the red butchers, complemented the the paint scheme and the the reavers with the with the terrasol heads I, and the display board. was just blown away by all
2: of it. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. His head just went.
3: I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now all my medals won't fit over my head to go around my neck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that last, last little bit of sound was now passing the shaft and hitting <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> so, so I don't make any of that noises. So, so looks
3: wise, looks wise, my and kind of like idea wise and fluff wise, my favorite army. Was Scott Robertson's squat? Um, those fucking things were awesome. I don't know if you saw those or not. I missed them. Um, there's pictures up. Uh, well, I've definitely got pictures of those on the Facebook. They're right here. Here, I'll show you. It's these right here. There's that picture and that picture. You can turn it sideways and it'll get bigger. You can blow it up. So he he basically had a squat militia army, and he took the ski board guys and converted all those and then he had these like mechanical looking guys that were all converted and he had a bunch of the you know normal uh solar axilla tanks or militia tanks or whatever with the the malcador's and shit as heavy and
0: uh three Malkadors? holy fuck three malcador's
3: and a macarius isn't it oh,
0: holy fuck
3: <laughs> and then he, but anyway his fucking army looked awesome and it was all like like i said super converted really really nice and um then for uh Zone Mortalis, he brought these Space Wolf guys. I can't remember if I got a picture of those or not. I think I did. I'm trying to find those here. But his Space Wolves looked really good, too. Like They were also... like Every single model in the Army uh, was converted. Mm-hmm. I That's really nice. like Jay's White Scars, which I'd seen those that uh, he'd showed me. Those at stiff, but they they look great. Um, I don't see... Oh, maybe it'd be near the end. But anyway, my favorite, like, just like list, like I just looked at the army and just it literally made me fucking laugh out loud. Was Joel Ivy's fucking World Eater army <laughs> that was literally like every goddamn jet bike on the face of the earth. Oh like, yeah, it was, oh, like it was like thirty fucking World Eater jet bikes.
1: Twenty
3: six. Oh, twenty six World Eater jet bikes, and then like thirty or forty fucking assault marines, and then like a Praetor on a jet bike or a jump pack, whatever, and that was his whole army. So it was just like a fucking giant wave of jump Marines and a giant wave of jump backs. And every single model had melted bombs. And it was just like the most aggro as fuck army I've ever Like it was so funny. Like I walked by his display board with it all set up and I, and I sent a picture to Tim at I of horror. and was like, this is the most lulz army I've ever seen. It's like the funniest thing. Like it really made me laugh. I,
0: I, I was, uh, I painted the bikes and I was working on the last little bit of to the touches on all those bikes in the in the paint lounge and people were walking up and were like, Holy shit, does Forge World have any bikes left? And it was <laughs> it was it was quite crazy. Joel Joel's idea was just to bring something that no one would be expecting. And I said, dude, you're you're fucking gonna nail it with this shit. People are gonna be like, what in the actual hell is this? <laughs> it was pretty nuts. It was definitely funny. So that was like theme wise, that was what I thought was funny. Now some
3: of the armies I didn't see because I played in the narrative track and the competitive was going on you know, on the other tables. So I had to, like, literally like in, the, in between games, go over there and guys that had finished games and, like, put their armies up on display, I would snap pictures if I could. So I probably only got pictures of, like, half, maybe less than half of the armies there. Because I, I didn't get any pictures of anybody's own Mortalis armies, I don't think, other than maybe Scott's, but I didn't even find it on here. Um. So, if anybody's got pictures, like if anybody went to Adepticon, listens to this, has pictures of like the Zone Mortalis armies or the ones that were in the competitive, definitely post them up because, like I said, I wasn't able to, you know, playing in all the events, wasn't able to get to them. Did you see this display board, Samson? Yes,
0: I did. I I actually talked to him, uh, about that because I was like, man, that's. This is John Stanford.
3: He was at Stiff. We have we have pictures of this. Uh, I think Josh is trying to get on. I see somebody's. Popping in here, but anyway,
0: yeah. Just play- oh, look, there it is. What is that? Is that Bobcat Goldwing with a beard?
2: Is that the meanest Santa Hello? Claus I've ever seen in my life? Oh Hello? my god! Can I
0: kind of hear you, Josh? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, no, we
2: can't. Hear you. <laughs> barely, uh, barely. <laughs> oh come on, barely.
4: Can you hear me? Turn, your mic. turn, up, turn my mic up. Yeah. This
2: is scary, like What's this is like level? this is like this is what you hear like the last transmission to Houston. Like come in <laughs> Come in Balls Deep Prime Can you hear me?
4: Deep This is Balls Deep Prime Send help! Send help <laughs> Don't go to the Don't go to the light. Can you hear us? Can you hear us?
2: It's it's super it's super quiet, but we hear you. What's going on, dude?
4: What's
2: everybody, on? everybody, Josh De La Rosa. It's, it's the whole crew. Oh, the I'm whole that crew. crew
3: is that. I hear it's Zach the in the song. background.
4: Yeah, we're in a balls deep climb. We're uh, we're stopped somewhere outside of Little Rock, Arkansas. Damn, I'm make good time. Yeah, we're kicking ass, taking names.
2: How, how, what are y'all eating? Y'all, where'd y'all stop over. to eat? Steak we and shake. We're,
4: we're, we're going all, all the way through. If I eat, I'm going to fall asleep to the diabetic.
0: Oh, fuck. <laughs> so you should drink. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did we lose him? Did we lose him? I don't,
1: I don't know. know. We're still here. We're still, here. We're, we're still rocking. We're
4: gassing up, so uh, y'all go about. Let's we uh, we'll finish our pit stop. And we'll be uh, we'll be a little more active, but we're gassing up and getting some food and taking a piss. And I might drop a deuce, you know, uh, <laughs> the usual. So don't <laughs> uh, touch the monkey, so, so we can get back into uh, into riding mode. <laughs> All
3: right, so so why we got Josh on here? Now that Josh on here. So I
4: actually, I wanted to,
3: my first Adepticon experience with 30k, the very first game I ever played, I got teamed with Josh. And that's how I met you guys. So I was, so I, this year we went and the the last portion of the narrative was 2,500 points per player, but they were team games. And so I wanted to play it with Josh again. So Josh has this crazy army with sacrificial offering where it's like, like 40, 40 militia guys, and then like an artillery battery that's maxed out with crew. So there's like 24 crew, and then the guns. And then um, I, and then he had like 100 world eaters on foot that outflank. And I think there's two squads in rhinos, and then three 20 man blobs. Four. Right and then he's got Karn and a bunch of apothecaries, and they're all outflanking. And then my army is is five dread claws that are all full at twenty five hundred, they they're all like max capacity, And then I have one Avenger. So we had a lot of fucking infantry. It was hilarious. And then the armies we played against, we played against two Imperial fist players, and they brought a bunch of infantry. So we were playing against that Joel Moon guy and uh, Lucas Lions. And it was a great game. Uh, I had a fucking blast. So like I said, that was my favorite game in the the narrative track. Like all my games were great. Like I didn't have one bad game. They were all
2: great, but that one was my favorite. Fantastic. <laughs> never, never, never lets anybody down. <laughs> and, and people kept walking by and were like, "How
3: insane!" Because Josh, when he comes on from Outflank, there was just like a fucking wall of dudes from board edge to board edge on both sides of the fucking table. And then I had all my drop pods with guys coming out of it, and they had like the whole fucking table was just blanketed like the guys that I have Horus are always lamenting the fact that nobody plays with infantry and the covers of the books with waves of infantry well they should have seen that fucking game cuz there was more infantry on that board than I've ever seen on any other
2: like heresy table which is exactly what Josh was going for like the exact aesthetic that he wanted was just a blanket of fucking infantry just overwhelmed And we were
3: joking because one of Josh's blobs with Karn and all this, like we he charged into this fucking whittled down Imperial Fist Squad, and Joel uh, Moon, like as soon as Josh rolled the dice to make the charge, Joel just reached down and grabbed his models. He was like, We're not we're not fucking rolling these dice like I know when I'm pissing into the wind here. <laughs> and we were joking that the world eaters just like hit the hit the fucking Imperial Fist and they just like exploded. Like this like they charged in. There's <laughs> just so many bodies they just like went <laughs> it's like blew up.
2: <laughs> There's just it's wave after wave. This is the-
3: too many. Because it was just like four basic tacticals, like staring down this fucking just giant wall of world
2: leaders. And what a what a mind fuck for your flayed. Like they don't know what the like they're like fluff wise. They're like, I don't know, I don't know how to be mad at them. Like I don't like. They're well, they're just- world leaders. So yeah, I know it's exactly. Kind of cool. <laughs> they're like, this is exactly how we should. I can see them like getting overwhelmed and killing imperial fists. Like just, I can't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It just it makes much sense. Yeah. So that was a fun game, real fun game.
1: <laughs>
2: I just got a message with a picture of how Magnus died. By the way, I guess somebody somebody watching the live stream of the sending us a pic. Yeah,
4: yeah. I, I, I'm in the car talking to you guys.
2: Oh, there he is. It's Daniel Martin sending it in. But uh oh, you can oh, see. Oh yeah,
3: Mark Mark really posted that. So that's Scott Solar Ox. So that's Scott Stormlord. Or Storm Sword, uh, a Malkador and two is that two Dracosans in the background? Yeah. Yeah. So he must have dual fucking. Oh, it's a Dracosin and
2: a Malkador. It's two Malkador's a Dracosin and a Storm Sword.
3: So he just surrounded him and tank shocked him so he had nowhere to go and just fucking crushed his ass? That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> just, just I imagine the Storm are just like doing donuts on dead magnets. Just sending <laughs> just <laughs> guts and blood flying everywhere. Oh, thank you, Daniel. I appreciate that.
3: That's funny.
2: <laughs> So, the other game I, that I really enjoyed
3: that people can see a little bit of, because Zach was kind enough to film some uh, of it I and live stream it, I don't know what's going on in the background. I think, I think they're but, talking amongst sorry, themselves.
4: Sorry, sorry.
3: We're explaining our
4: talks. They're so
1: big, <laughs> in this little cab. They're docking. They're, docking. they're docking. <laughs> they're docking. <laughs> So. so yep. Go ahead. But, uh, <laughs> And then
4: he put my stuff back in. It was a little weird. A little, a little, a little... I've already gotten four blowjobs from Danny, so it's like
3: uh, gotta live up to my nickname, Brody. <laughs> so anyway, we played a game at Adepticon that was it was JP from uh Age of Darkness, Sean from Seize the Initiative, uh me, obviously from RFI, and Freddie the Swede from Varangian Heresy. So it was me and Freddy and we've started our uh, our new team is t- uh, Team Perfection. Oh no. Nice. So it's Blood Angels, <laughs> it's Blood Angels and and Emperor's Children. So together they're the most perfect of perfect legions. So that's Team Perfection. And we were playing against the dirty filthy Mechanicum and uh Solar Exil- or sorry uh Militia army. So it was an army of dark compliance.
4: I
1: need, um, so
3: it was it was Iron Warriors Mechanicum and Militia. it's up there? And um, we played a game, uh, 1,500 points per player, the last night of Adepticon an, an game in the open gaming and it was a fucking blast. It was my the best game that I had there. And uh, you can see part of it on the, uh, the on the Facebook that Zach livestreamed.
2: Yeah, I saw y'all calling the, the Malcolm Moore taint. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Fr- <laughs> <laughs> Freddie tried to say Malkador and called it the Macklemore. So we were laughing that it was the Macklemore Malkador. And they were going to have to build him a tank commander. To the what is going what on?
4: Radio Free yeah.
3: yeah, one of the... There was somebody else that I tried to tell him the podcast we did, and they thought we said Radio Free Islam. <laughs>
2: Josh, I think we're gonna have to let you go, bro. You're, you're you're coming off. You're just making all this noise. I can't really hear what's going on back there.
4: It's too much chewing. I'm chewing. I'm eating
2: chicharrones. How are you chewing yeah, so loud? That. Like, how is that it's so loud?
4: With podcast. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. A mouth. I'll, put, I'll, put, I'll, put the, I'll put the chicharrones away. Okay. We're just trying to get situated back on the
2: road here. We're, we're yeah. trying to get situated. <laughs> we're trying to get situated. <laughs> <laughs> Stop eating. Stop putting it. Put it down.
4: Are these not optimal conditions for your podcast? Are we fucking it up? Are we fucking it we're,
2: up? We're,
3: turning, we're just turning it into that fucking TFL shit you guys do. <laughs> oh,
4: oh, oh, really? <laughs> Shots uh, fired. More, yeah. Eat more dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: let's let's talk so, about
3: who the best baldwin is people want to hear that
4: <laughs> no I got, I got a story i got a story this is uh this is what y'all want to hear this is this is the good stuff right so uh i, I kind of try to hold out as long as i could you know because uh you know
1: i want to miss any of the action but i was in bed probably about one o'clock every night you know it was uh it was like a, just, I mean,
4: after like the third day, it's like an, uh, 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 are
2: y'all there? We're
3: here. Yeah, yeah, we're listening.
4: Okay, okay. Just making sure. It was a weird thing. Anyway, so, um, 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning, the pangs hit, right? And it's like, oh my God, all the cheese, fried cheese curd and fucking shitty Adepticon food that they were serving as a thing that's all fine. Just trying of come to a
1: head, right? So I like, wake up in the middle of the night Right? oh my God!
4: So I run over to the bathroom, drop my night sleeping shorts, and I just let it fly. Right, doors wide fucking open. I can hear Zach breathing in the other room. You know, it was just, it was just, you know, I barely made it. So I'm sitting on the crapper,
1: and uh, you know, pants around my ankles. And all of a sudden, I hear the door start
4: to jiggle. Like the knob's like, <laughs> you know, I was like, who the fuck is coming in at three Of course, it's Freddy, right? <laughs> so I look, up, I look out the door, and I see a foot, I hear the door open up, and I reach up, I grab a towel, and throw it over me, so I'm sitting there like a, a Russian gangster in a sauna, you know, <laughs> just all like, all on my phone, Vegas on his throne, right, and uh, I see this foot, like, kind of wiggle into the door, like, halfway, and uh, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing on the ground, and he's got, like, in his hand, like, his display board with all his fucking tanks on it, right, so he's, he's trying to open the door with the key card and work the handle without dropping his plate So he's like inching him, in, like, you know, a couple inches at a time. I see the foot come in and then his leg all kicked out, trying to hold the door open so he can get in. And he, and he comes around the corner and he looks at me and I look at him and I say, well, you know what the fuck I'm doing? What the fuck are you doing? I'm like,
1: oh. <laughs>
4: Perfection! Perfection! <laughs> so we had a moment, you know, right there. It was like, you know, and I thought, man, I should really get a picture of this. But now I was like, I think I'm going to lose the end of the picture deal. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little bit of a uh, uh, dick and fart jokes for you, you know, to, uh, to light the mood
1: up. <laughs> oh, fuck.
4: All right. B- back to you, fuckers. <laughs>
2: what a, Well, Josh, tell us about your games, dude. Tell us about your favorite game.
4: Oh my god! I tell you what, you know, I, I gotta tell you. After playing last year with Kimmel, like when I got a chance, like uh, you know, me and Freddie, Freddie had lost every fucking game in the tournament. So this is like day uh, to track day three, and his team, twenty five hundred points aside, so it's been five thousand our side, five thousand their side, and uh, Freddie has lost every game that he's played. Right? I was like, Freddie, man. We got this. You know, we, we, we lived it. So the first round, you know, we're going to pair up. I said, I'm going to be your partner, Freddie. you tank heavy. I'm infantry heavy. We got this, right? And then Kimball says, hey, man, second round, I think our armies would complement each other. And, man, ever since last year when we played, I've been looking forward to playing with Ryan again. But the first game was, was with Freddie. And uh, we ended up playing Jay and Freddie. right? I was like, great. We should we a 1,000 miles to play uh, play each other. But, you
1: know,
4: playing with Freddie, Freddie's a madman on the table, man. And I mean, whether it's crappy rolls or great rolls, he's like so high energy and pumped up. Man, he made the push. I told him, I told him beforehand, I said, look, we're going to break the streak right here. I said, we got this. We're going to do this. We're going to go in there. We're going to press ass. And we're going to do it. And I mean, I'll tell you what, he commanded, he did most of the stuff. Because we're playing on 4x8s instead of 4x6s. So my guys are trying to get into combat. Freddie's running these tanks all over the field, knocking shit out, running over crap. Oh, he was—he was awesome. It was perfection. And yes, all the the little flame, uh, flame, uh, permanent flame markers on all the tanks were there too for that game. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so I mean, but he did work. Freddie did work, and he broke the streak. And you know, you know, I you know, like to think it was my pep talk more than it was with my world leaders because. Uh, yeah, he took that game and, and really brought it to Jay and, and pretty, you know. Um, but I think by far, you know, as far as gameplay goes, mechanics, smoothness, man, a chance to play with Kimble. It's like, yeah, it's like, fuck yeah. I mean, everything, is, I mean, even, I think the only thing that snagged up was my big ass in the way. Like, Kimble's like, all right, let's switch. You know, so he'd go to one side of the board, I'd go to the other. But like those black shields, man, like the torn flamers, I mean, they didn't work, you know. And, and I was just a mop-up crew, you know. But uh, man, he—the he, mechanics that he brings to the game is just fucking phenomenal. So as far as like, you know, actually finishing a game smooth on time, you know, going to term, you know, that was probably the best, smoothest, you know, uh, mechanically sound game I think I've ever played. You know, no, no shut the fuck up, not on, I'm talking to that's out there. And, and, I and, I, and I tell you what, Mark may have made a comment about, hey, this is education right here, being educated, you know, and that's it, you know. I mean, I probably forget more rules than than Kimmel's ever, you know. Real, Kimmel's probably forgotten more rules than I've ever known, you know. But like the mechanics were just so smooth and everything worked out, you know. As the game went great, you know. I mean, it, it, when you only get two rounds of the game, two turns of the game, you just, you're moving a thousand.
3: Them. It was fun. I loved it. That was my favorite game of the of the narrative track. Hell <laughs> oh,
4: yeah.
3: Hell oh, yeah. So, okay. Josh, yeah. Josh, real quick, what was your favorite army that you saw there, just, like, looks and theme-wise? Like, walking around, like, looking at armies, what army, like, really jumped out to you?
4: It was the squad army of all things. Like, that squad army, did you see that? It was a solo, I think
3: name was, was Scott God, Scott. Scott Robertson, we've already talked about it on here. Yeah, yeah he's from Australia. Yeah. Fucking awesome. You know,
4: there, there was so many beautiful... But there, had, there was one army that my brother pointed out that took the cake, and it was an Alpha Legion army. Yeah. His name was uh, Joe... Bar- <laughs> Bar- 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 or something like that. He was their day two. And uh, usually, like, like I see Alpha Legion, and I kind of, like, talk it up the same. Like, you know, it looks awesome on the table all the time. You know, it's the silver with the, you know... The, or whatever over, over the clear and uh, but this one was just like super sexy I thought oh my god it was like a professor like, I mean you couldn't I mean it, it changed of like a chameleon like the predator and shit
1: yeah I, I was bringing people over to the gym just took me uh, out I mean he didn't have a display board or anything
4: like that I mean but, so I mean I'm sure he lost points he got he got runner up I think and uh he got runner up on day two he's so, a he
1: was
3: a
4: cop, though. Susan and him were
3: having yeah, a cop. and a cop yeah, we chasing each other in the bathroom and stuff. It was like, having <laughs> each other's
1: bowls. Yeah, it was very stupid. It was very deep. all nasty. <laughs> fucking having bad. a nightstick fight. <laughs> what, bro? You're no, a cop, you're
2: too? Naked. You're a cop, too? Let's touch no. dicks. <laughs> yeah. Bro's!
4: Bro's! <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> I'm winning. I'm going to be fucked by the law.
3: I'm not trying to, like, like, start or any rumors here, but I did notice some handcuff marks on Zach's wrists and some taser burns on his anus. I'm just saying.
2: Why were you inspecting <laughs> <laughs> Zach's anus, bro? Like, what <laughs>
4: What kind of stuff
1: went I, down I was, at, you-
3: I was looking at Scott's pictures that he was sending to his wife, and I just happened to
2: notice one on there. <laughs> he
1: got, it, he,
4: got, it, he got, it, got me in a bu- moment of vulnerability, you know? Like, the normal stuff doesn't do it. You know, you do session, gotta, I gotta reach out and expand. You know, be open minded. Hey, you know what? Speaking of that, though, me and my brother were walking by the fish bazaar, and there was a there was probably a there was a kid on the, all four his all fours, knees knees. I mean, on his knees, like digging furiously through this box. And of course, the crack was out in the back, but it looked like he had like a scorching case of ringworm. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: oh, holy oh
4: my! Shit. <laughs> I mean, but it's like one of those things where you like I didn't see it, I didn't see it, I didn't see it. I'm not looking back. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. Man, I gotta get a picture of
1: that. No, no, you know, so you should. I never
4: saw it too. So, yeah. War- Hey, real quick, some, real quick, real quick. Warning. Mars that looked
3: like that. <laughs> Warning to all Adepticon employees, or attendees next year. Me and Scott have made a pact that we're gonna each take a fucking handful of pennies, like a fucking <laughs> no. handful of pennies. No. Every fucking, <laughs> fucking pack see, we're fucking throwing a penny down it as we walk by. Every fucking one. So. Yeah,
2: no, no, yeah. dude. You need to you need to get the handful and just do like the salt bay where you just like sprinkle all the pennies
1: into the like, into the crack.
3: All I'm hearing right now is how to make some extra money to to
2: You want to make a little extra cheddar? Have your ass crack showing because Ryan's gonna put some money in it. Like you're a cheap poker. <laughs> So real,
3: real quick, I did want to kind of just real quickly go through the games I played, just like super quick, just like say the armies that I played. So, uh, first game I played against TFLJ with his White Scars.
2: What's his last name? Vela.
3: Vela. So I, I haven't got to play with or against Jay before, so that was super awesome. That was that was one of my favorite uh, one-on-one games. No, right? It's V E L A. Right, Bella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, Jay, Jay was fucking awesome, and we had like a bloodbath. Like he almost killed all my models, and I almost killed all his models. Like it was like, uh, it was really cool, and uh, it was a super fun game. And uh, like I, I really enjoy talking with Jay, and the more I get to talk with him, you know, the more I like him. So it's Jay's fucking awesome. I know you guys. I'm t- not telling you guys anything you guys don't already know. So. Oh yeah. My my second game was against a guy named Andrew Gray, who uh, was originally from the UK but moved to California. So he's lived here in the US for quite a while. I think he said like 12 years or 13 years. Um, and he was playing Salamanders, which was cool. I'm really, you know, obviously I'm really familiar with Salamanders. He was actually playing Shattered Legions with Salamanders as primary, with Raven Guard added in. Oh wow! Which was really, which was really cool. So we had a a pretty fun game. Um, that was it was one of those where I had to start in the middle. It was like ambush, but I don't have any models on the board. So he's like starting on you know, he could start on one end or whatever, but <laughs> I ambushing nothing. Not yeah. Yeah. Ambushing nothing. So the the whole point of the game was he was trying to get to the middle of the board, and I was trying to protect the middle of the board. So that's pretty much how it worked. Like I drop potted in basically everything near the middle, and he still basically collapsed on the middle. So that was the first time. I've ever had to play against Fire Drakes. Like, I play Fire Drakes all the time, but I've never fought against Fire Drakes. So I'm like, ooh. Like, I know what these fucking guys do. <laughs> so I kind of ran from them a little bit, which I kind of felt like a dick, because they were kind of out of their transport, and my guys are faster than his. So I was just kind of, like, slowly backing away, like, shooting them with fucking torrent flamers and shit, and, like, pouring bolter fire in, like, plucking them off. And I'm like, man, I feel kind of bad, because it's, like, this close combat unit, like, like I know, like I can like pre-measure and know, like you know, play the odds. Like he's not going to be able to get an assault. I can just stand back and shoot, you know. But um, I knew I, he was moving him to the center of the board, so I was eventually gonna have to push him off the board. But I, I find it, I kind of tried to set it up to where I could like multi-assault into him, like where it was overkill, where I play the odds in my favor. So that was interesting to play against like an army that I'd play a lot. Like salamanders are kind of my primary army. So that was a cool game, and he was a super super nice dude. So that was that was a really good game. Um, the third game of the the second day narrative was against Nate Sorensen, and he's actually a guy that usually helps run events at Adepticon. So it was only like his third game of Heresy. Oh, bad. So he was actually he was playing Salamanders too. So that was cool. Like that was more like um, he really took his time, you know, like. Uh, moving his models and stuff. Like you could kind of tell he's a little tentative or whatever, but he still knew the rules well. And, you know, we had real good table banter and talk and he was super fun to play with. Um, we had a really good game and um, that, that was a super fun game too. And then on uh, the, the third day of the narrative was the team games. So we, we already talked about uh, mine and Josh's game. So the game I played with before that was with a guy from uh, Michigan and I had met him a couple times, but we'd never played against or with each other. So just kind of like in passing, like small conversations. But it was uh, Jeremiah Grove. And um, we played against Zach Paget, who I played before. And we played against Eric Even, who runs the team event that I'd played before, too. Um, I know Zach a little better, but I know Eric a little bit, too, just from, you know, having conversations years before. Yeah. Both super awesome opponents. Yeah. Um, that was crazy because Jeremiah's playing uh, Word Bear, like Word Bear drop army with a bunch of like Galvorback and Terminators and Charybdis and shit, which is kind of how I like how I play my Word Bears. And then we get a match it with my Flayed army. And they looked really cool on the tabletop together because it was like a little bit darker red with my like medium red. And we had like everything was in fucking drop pods. So it was like full, like 5,000 points of drop assault, which was pretty fucking crazy. And we were playing against uh, Mechanicum and uh, Ultramarines, so that was that was pretty cool too. And that that was the f- first game, first time I've ever played against Voltrax. Uh, Eric had two Voltrax in his army, so. What did you think? Well, they didn't die. They flew around. They killed. <laughs> uh, I think they killed killed a couple of my Anviluses, Uh. They didn't really kill a whole lot just because they were kind of flying around the perimeter. We don't have a lot of vehicles. They're just kind of like fucking drop pods. You know what I mean? But every time they shot, they killed like an anvilus or, you know, put a bunch of hole points on shit or whatever. Um, He had them out of cortex range. So he was basically like having to fly them super close to whatever he wanted to shoot at. Yeah. But he played it really well. Like he knew that and he knew the rules. So he, like, was really careful on how he positioned him to get the, you know, be able to shoot at what he wanted to shoot at, and he did a good job. I think he was able to shoot at everything he wanted to shoot at, you know, the whole game.
2: So. You didn't take it, you didn't try and, uh, Charybdis against one, even, I guess I'd be need fives to wound it, but. Well, it's strength six against effective tough
3: seven, so, yeah, yeah, you need fives. I didn't, mine died, like, super early. Fucking Zach, like, sniped it, like, I like my cryptuses hardly ever die. Like, you know how much punishment those fucking things take. Yeah. So, Zach's like, I'll shoot this uh, fucking Spartan at it. Uh, you know, rolls a hit with a last cannon on a Spartan, rolls a fucking six. I fail my jink, rolls another six, blows it up. Like, shot one <laughs> fucking gun at it. And I was like, well, there's that. And then um, fucking Eric had uh, a whole squad of. Uh, Vo- uh, vo- the heavy Volkite, the Volkite Colvarin, uh, Myrmidon guys. The fucking heavy support ones with preferred enemy everything. Yeah. And, like, shot shot to death, like, more than half my squad or whatever after they got out. It was pretty rough.
2: Damn. It's all survival so, after that. Just survival mode as soon as that happens. Yeah.
3: Pretty much. But Jeremiah had his own Charybdis full of fucking cataphracty so they left his alone. So we still had one Charybdis. But that was pretty much all my games. Does anybody else like have a like a, a real yeah. like cool game that they remember? I or they got, about?
1: I got uh, my games. Uh, I don't know all my
2: games. But the first day was 12.15. Hey, Zach, can you get the phone uh, closer you, to you? We uh, can barely hear uh, you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's Josh's lap. Can you hear me now? Good. Um, <laughs> Josh's lap. Am I, am I better now? Talking to his lap. Talk into the lap. <laughs>
4: uh, directly in? How about... <laughs> Down, dude. That's right here. That's right here. <laughs> oh, it's up there. Oh, he's got a Bluetooth on, so it's kind of the driver's seat. So I'm gonna have to creep him over in his lap. <laughs> um, uh, right okay. So right uh, the first day it was 12:50, right? And uh, I took a I took an armor breakthrough. Like for both the raiders, the attacker, and defender, I do armor breakthrough list which like, like six takes uh, and uh, I. I took out some quad mortars to make it, like, uh, I don't know, some Isaac said, like, all the cheese or whatever, so I took out and put uh, rhinos in there, and they said it was good. So, uh, but uh, the first game I played against Luke, Luke Bitterland, and uh, he was, uh, he was playing Iron Warriors, and he didn't have much armor, just more like, kind of, rhinos in the infantry, like, two spots of Iron Havocs, and that was pretty much the of his thing, and uh, I seized the initiative on him, and it's like, just a, I felt real bad, like because I had like Sekarins, uh, both Sakarans and ps 5 uh, just kind of whittled those down. Like, like I took out all the last cannons, and like eight out of ten of the missile launchers. And, and uh, after that, it was just kind of just leaning on them. After that, uh, uh, the second game, just a good guy, man. Great guy. He took it out the ten, just kept rolling with it, and we ended up. I, I kind of just started ignoring the objectives and just trying to trying to keep it back and lean on them. I mean, it, it, was good. it was a great game. He had a great attitude or whatever for he's like, oh, well, you know, but season initiative was huge in that game. So. It is, But his next game, I'm saying, his yes, old, old Steve Law. <laughs> yeah, the Scotch, the Scottish dude. Oh, geez. Oh. oh, God. This guy, now this guy was a character. Oh, I saw him. He looked like a freaking what? He looked man. like Go-trek. Yeah, if Go-Trek was like I'm an asshole, yeah, yeah, like, like more, more of an asshole, like, not even a cool Like, like uh, I'm gonna drink good, like, and I'm gonna bring a bottle. I'm gonna bring a bottle, and and the bottle never came. The bottle never. Came. The bottle never came. This guy. We'll go something else. Like I mean, he said, "Hold on, hold on. Look, I got to plan. This is what we're gonna do. Gonna make a mega battle. I know they planned this all out, but we're gonna take more warlords." And just blow the fuck out of everybody. You know? so he said, we only do it if we're all on board. That's how it's gonna work. It's just gonna be a complete surprise. Nobody's ever gonna know about it. We're just gonna fuck, basically fuck up all the planning of the <laughs> of the event organizers. Was apparently what he wanted to do. And we're like, uh, no, that's yeah, it's kind of not like. I mean, it's like people actually, you know." <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have been cool at all, and this guy just it, like, uh, yeah,
1: no. So talk it'd about be, your, talk about your
4: battle with old Steve. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so, um, I mean, it, it kind of went the same way, but he, uh, I mean, I, it, it, was, it was, like, I went and sat myself down, and, and he's like, man, um, the attackers got to choose the missions, so they had four or five different missions in the package, and they get,
1: so I bring my stuff over there. It's all good. He, uh, and he's like, I'm just gonna take this
4: table edge just because my stuff's here. Uh, and I'm like, Yeah, sure, whatever, okay. And then he and then he picks this mission. That's like you have to pick, I don't know, two or five large pieces of terrain. You know, and uh, the objective is for the attacker, which would be him or whatever, to blow him up, set him on fire, uh, either set him on fire or blow him up. And he already has.
2: This dude and, uh, fucks.
4: Uh, our, our <laughs> yes. This dude fucks. Holy shit. (laughs) Is that a fucking uh, great game?
2: so much fun. Sorry, you can't hear me right. No, no, we can hear you. Uh, you said that you, you had mentioned earlier that like four out of the six of your games had like free bunkers with last cannons in them?
4: Josh, and then like Look. And, and then the next turn I'm like oh fuck there was a note in the box you know I was like I was so distracted by the candy Kimmel Kimmel was, was I was like oh, <laughs> oh, Kimmel uh, oh there's a fucking note and I saw I got vortex or some shit like that
3: like, he fell into a sinkhole. so I noticed because I picked the box up after he'd fucking just like ate all the candy and I'm like dude you didn't even resolve this and he's like oh fuck all I saw was the candy
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so <I'm> like, <laughs> A roll for this, like so. He lost like five models. It's like a sinkhole opened up and ate like five of his models. Or whatever. So, like, the,
2: like, like, truly <laughs> bittersweet. Like, true, like the true definition <laughs> of bittersweet. Like, <laughs> it was sweet first and then it was bitter. <laughs> and, uh, real quick, you're talking about the team matches, and you, you mentioned Joel Ivy's uh, his big dick bike and uh, and uh, you know, uh, jump back troop,
4: uh, uh, Yeah. Game the, the second game of day three. We're we're teamed up. Uh, Joel Ivy teamed up with uh, the the guy that had played uh, day two
1: that had world leaders, and all of his were in drop pods. So it was like like a
4: whole bunch of drop pods and a dreadnought drop pod and an and Angron and a Charybdis with like with Garland uh you know, another character, and like a bunch of, of like just shit tacticals and like all the big bikes and all the. Uh, and all of jump troops or whatever. It was, like, they were just lined up. Like, Joel Ivey's, like, army was just covering his whole deployment zone, and then, and then drop pods are immediately in our face. Like, it was, it was, it was, uh, and I was teamed up with uh, Eric, Eric, uh, Eric Eben. Eric Eben, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, so I was, I, he, he, like, grabbed me, and he's like, hey, let's go over here. And I think, you know, he was a warlord, so I think somehow he made, he knew who we were playing. He made that game like not as significant on the map scale or whatever. But for some uh, somehow, we ended up weathering the storm. And uh, and uh, I think we ended up tying just basically off of pure objectives and Engron ignoring them and just you know, just just uh, eating through the whole line. Uh, but I mean, that was a I thought we were totally fucked. But we, I guess we just played the mission a little bit a little bit better because they were they were definitely fucking wiping out by the scores, but that was so intimidating. to All those world leaders just, smoke wave, one huge wave, would just throw all in your face right away. Uh, so I got, I got. i talk about my games. I, uh, I know I mentioned uh, two of the team tournament games, but uh, my first day, I played a uh, uh, Brad Todd, which I got to play last year. He's kind of beautiful, Imperial Fist Army, and this guy is just top notch. Uh, you know, when it comes to like class guy is like shit you know I mean he has a good time small on his face you know and I'm and I'm an Iron Warriors player so you know we had a bit of a rivalry last year because Iron Warriors and he asked me right off the bat hey did you bring the uh, the Iron
1: Warriors I was like no I'm playing one
4: leaders and Silver Rocks this year and um, but we had our first game very first game out of the box I got paired with Brad and I want to give a shout out to that guy that guy is like fantastic just a, a joy to play you know I mean Laid back, we laugh, we push in, you know. And, uh, you, know, and, and you, you, you get to know these guys, you're talking, hey, hush, you know, hush, family. And, uh, you know, I mean, we haven't seen each other in a year. We've touched a little bit on Facebook, but, you know, it's really, really good bonding that you do when you, when you get over the table with somebody else, you know. Uh, the second game I played, uh, Brian Bruniger, uh his solo Ox, Beautiful. I mean, he, but he's using the same uh, color scheme I was. And I was like, man, I'm watching him. His hobby progress throughout the year. Uh, you know, he kind of got uh, uh, screwed out of the fake when he was able to pick up the narrative, you know, pick up game, And he brought the solar
1: oxen all year long. I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, I can't bring my solar oxen similar in color because this man's
4: solar oxen looks fucking fantastic. Play style was different than mine, where he took a, uh, uh, like two, just twenty uh, man troops. You know, I, I run with eighty. You know, what I mean, so I mean, he was more of the armor, and uh, and he, of course he played with a, uh, uh, you know, uh, artillery and quad mortars and rapiers. He had 12 well, quad. Uh, he had three quad mortars, three rapiers, and three laser destroyers. So he split it out. You know, it wasn't like he was running full quad mortars or anything like that, but. Uh, beautiful army, and, and, and he he too had like this really positive attitude, like his catchphrase was, as long as you're having fun, you know what I'm saying, so I mean, it's like, uh, oh, uh, let me re-roll this, or you know, hey man, as long as you're having fun, or you know what I mean,
1: so I mean, it was so good to have uh, an opponent like that, and uh, to see a, a, a silver ox army, a army on the table was just, was just gorgeous. Uh, the, the third game I played, uh, Zach, of course, and we all talked about that already. The second day
4: I brought out Solar Ox, and uh, and I, this is my first big FOSSEX quad mortar, you know, uh, interaction, right? And these things are fucking nasty, man. Like, so I lined up against David Brock, you know, and, and uh, and uh, he's got an Emperor's Children army, and it's all anti infantry. Hey, real and quick, I, real I, quick,
3: <laughs> that's he's Go from ahead. our school game club, he runs Perpetual Painting. We call him British Dave, but anyway, go ahead.
4: British Dave, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. I mean, this guy had great attitude, great personality, you know. Uh, but, man, when I, when I was like, what does he say so again? You know what I'm saying? I mean, just, I, you know, the himself themselves.
3: Yeah, he was originally one of our game club guys and he's moved. He's recently moved to Michigan. So now he's one of the Michigan crew.
4: Man, I, I was like, "Look, man! I
1: tell you what—I want you to have the Star Games Cup. I made it for him." I said, "I'll never play this fucking list again." I said, "I'm sorry. I'm
4: sorry." You know, and I mean, I, you know, I mean, because I, 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 mean, I, I, I mean, but he never—he never batted an eyelash. I mean, he kept a smile on his face. So to that guy. I mean, that guy was definitely a true sportsman. And I was the fucking usual You know what I'm saying? I mean, but I felt bad. You know, so I, I gave him a cup, and I said, "Man, thank you for playing with me." Fucking like shit, do this fucking slaughter. I'm sorry, I'll never do this again. And he still laughed because you not do this, and I was like, "No, man, I do." So, um, Austin if you're out there, man, thank you playing with me, sticking through it. And, and like I said, I feel really bad about about that. It was just not, it was just not fair at all. You know. So he
3: listens. Uh, he listens to this podcast, so so he'll hear that for sure. Yeah. I mean, great
4: guy, you know, and, uh, I'm, I'm so, uh, I'm so glad I got to play, but I'm, I'm so ba- I'm sorry, I, I it, it ended like that, I man, I didn't like that at all, so. Uh, <laughs> but, do you want to talk about the Mega Battle, bro? Shit. Sure. Sure you all want to hear it. You you know, y'all want to hear
3: about the Mega uh, Battle? I'm down for some mega I didn't play in it. Yeah. I didn't play in it. I
4: know y'all, I know y'all didn't play in it, but I mean, uh. But, I mean, if you want to hear about it, we can talk about it. But
3: yeah, go
1: ahead.
4: kind of chaos,
1: like that was my first I, I think Nate, Nate ran it.
4: And Nate, uh, and man, he always, he, that guy's like, you know, so high energy. You know, he does the beer and stuff like that. And he wanted to put together uh, you know, one of the biggest, uh, I guess, mega battle games. And I what, it was like 117,000 points, I think, total is what he totaled it up to.
2: Good Lord. Uh,
4: I mean, it was, let's say, one, two, three, four, four tables, four tables of terrain, no, five tables of terrain, like heavy terrain. Then they had four tables between them, one in each table, between each uh, heavy terrain table where uh, Titans and, and, and Super Heavies could set up. No terrain, no, like no just terrain, black. just flat. Like we're playing in Kansas, right? So uh, we're playing as the Loyalists, right? Yeah. We're playing as a loyalist. Me and my brother, we get put on the loyalist side. Um, and he pulls out Phyllis and I pull out Janice. And yes, uh, Zach side has been named Phyllis because he's like, you get a good fat girl name. So, <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Phyllis.
4: Bad, bad bottom Girl. Fat Phyllis, yeah. Fat Phyllis, the warlord, yeah. Anyway, so he places it on one side and I place it on the other side. And we said, you know, we can't interact while. Well, at first we couldn't, you know, but um, we were supposed to uh, just play in these Kansas areas where it was going to be super heavy, super heavy, and then all the other small stuff would be able to secure objectives and whatnot. Um, so, again, on the other side, we have Scott, our student, the Scott, and this guy, uh, hey, let me give you a little background. He's a 40K player. This was his first experience with 30K. So he's coming off like a 40K hardcore tournament. And uh, I think he,
1: he, you know, he uh, came over thirty k to get his ass. I don't know. I mean, anyway, uh, he's taken over and, like the, I think he had that. Did
4: you see that black warlord? The one that had a lot of the uh, filigree, the gold yeah, filigree. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, they they posted on the DeviantArt side. I mean, real beautiful painted, Really like a lot of looked like a lot of freehand. Yeah, it was actually
2: Yeah, Nate. Nate it. painted, painted that and sold it. Nate painted
4: it, but I think. Got it. So, it had a sneaker in it, it played like old Fortuna, and, and it had cool stuff, Until Scott got it, then it played like real raunchy heavy metal that they cut out, anyway, um, but it looked beautiful, and on the table was awesome, so we set up, and uh, we're playing against Freddy's on the other side, you know, he's got all his purple tanks on the Trader side, and uh, we placed, Jack plays the Warhound and the Warlord, and I plays the Stormlord, uh, loaded down with my tech my tech uh, adepts in it and uh, and Janice right and they and, and, and so and, but we're separate we're on separate tables we're like across the whole table and uh we place first and then the traders get to place and then they put two warlords two warlords uh, the, the, the there were four warlords on the table Josh and mine on one side
1: and then these other two guys warlords on the
4: table they they, two warlords and like fifteen knights, in front of <laughs> and on my side is one warlord, my warhound, and like some guy was gracious enough to put two knights in front of us. Right. Well, on, on, on you know, facing sack with these two warlords, but then they put what, like fifteen knights? Yeah, yeah. Like, like just, just totally, like walling them off. Right. From from one side to one side, four foot. It was nothing.
2: Zach, you weren't you weren't running bellicosas, right? Does your does your Uh, warlord have bellicosas? Yes. Okay. It's like everybody's dream right there is to have just like a a chain reaction of D-explosions.
4: Uh, first, first round of shooting, we got eight home points off, and, and then all the ticket devs. Then the second turn, uh, uh, she gets down to like twenty-three home points. The ticket devs jump out of the freaking stormboard and heal like eight, eight uh, <laughs> So I had like all these server automata and ticket devs around Janice, just healing the shit out of her. Right, they're like, "Kill those fucking ticket devs!" You know, of course they got <laughs> freaking uh, blasted off. Table, you know, but um I mean, you know, Janice weather storm, finished the battle with one hole point. It came down to one dice roll, and I made the last five-up save, which kept Janice on the table. Man, it was like epic. Like everybody was all around, and it was like if they had blown up, you know, Janice, it was, all they did was one hole point left, and she made the five-up involved, and uh, and she survived. And she survived, and so it was like. Woo. But uh, yes, yeah, so Janice made it. Janice Jensen buy that belt. Earned me a medal too, because she uh, she she uh, <laughs> 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 <I'm fucking wrong. laughs> you're so nice. I salty. I'm salty. I'm salty. I gotta I gotta listen to another year. Josh like talking about how shiny medals are or whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna hang it next to week too. Over my left shoulder. I'll see you
3: next Wednesday. Like, oh, hey Zach, do right, you wanna? Out, Zach, do you want to borrow one of Minor Josh's? We'll let I you borrow really it for like, it. a day.
4: Thank you. I'll rent it, so, you know, I'll give you something. I like gotta feel like i earned it.
1: Like, I'll wash your car. I'll wash uh, Josh's truck after. It'll be, like, it'll be like scratched off. It's, like, you know, awesome car wash,
4: 2017. <laughs> car wash show. Damn, yeah. I even I even got me a, a, a hand clutching a chain sword, Michael shit man. It's uh it was
1: pretty
4: titties, you know. Because
2: he's a loud one, he's the, most, he's the most memorable one, so Ari is loud. <laughs> the louder <laughs> you are, the more medals you win. The louder you, the louder you are, the you more, medals more medals you win. Oh man, that sounds appropriate. That's like Ryan's over here with a shitload of medals. Josh is over here with a shitload of medals. He's gotta be loud. <laughs> you if know you're loud, so, you get some medals. <laughs> Jay won two
3: medals and we all know Jay's
4: the silencer guy, so yeah Jay won two medals? Yeah, but he fucked me up he's like Jay yeah, he won, got two
3: best, Got best painted and best theme. day one and day two Damn it boy Yeah he had, he had it
2: out he, the,
4: the first day he puts it out he goes look here's my Josh Starter kid was was his army with the medal i was like damn it Jay's fucking me up too <laughs> <laughs> Pretty pretty won a medal Pretty won a medal most traders trader i no No, that was during the mega battle. It was during the mega battle. He won the, the most traitorous traitor in the mega he battle. You didn't even kill a warlord. You didn't even kill Janus. We got yeah, uh, Janus won the Optima, uh, Machina Optima. That's what it was. The, the, the most optimal
2: machine. That's right. Bye. That's badass, dude. I'm glad I'm glad y'all did so well. Josh! so proud of all of you. Yeah, go ahead.
3: I got, I got a question for you. In that one game we played, I wanted you to tell everybody, just because I thought it was fucking crazy. Like, it was just weird. Like, shows you how small the world is. So tell them about your tattoo. Tell them what happened with that. Oh,
4: get this. Yes. So I'm playing a game, and I go to roll my dice. So on the back side of my right elbow is the Moon Eye symbol, which is like a, a iconic hot rod. You know, back in the 50s, you had moon hubcaps, you had uh, moon uh, shifter knobs, you had really cool, like, uh, hot rod parts for, like, uh, beatniks and, 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 and rat rods and all kinds of cool shit. Well, there were rat rods back then. They were just hot rods. But uh turns out our opponent's name was Joel Moon. And he says, oh, you got a moon eye tattoo. And I was like, yeah, man, I mean, I'm a hot rodder from way back in the day. And he's like, that's my family. I said, get the fuck. It Turns out his family was it was Moon Eyes. They started Moon Moon Eyes, you know, and they're, they're nationwide, and they're in Japan, they're all over. I mean, anywhere there's think a hot rod culture, you know, that you'll always see Moon Eyes or stuff like that. And he goes, and uh, so it was really really awesome. To, you know, here I am. You know, and, and, and I'm not saying him personally, but his family has always been one of those icons that I've always looked to. It's like, you know, you need cool shit to go look at the Moon Eyes. The, the Moon Eyes website, or, you know, the Moon Eyes catalog, and, you know, here I am playing with uh, an actual member of the fan, the Moon family, you know, so, uh, total, totally awesome. You know, just goes to show you all walks of life, you know I mean? Whether it's hot rods or miniatures or, you know, you go somewhere and you realize how small this world actually is, you know? Thanks, Ryan. That was great. I mean, man, thank you for reminding me about that.
3: Yeah, I just thought that was really cool. Like it's just like so random, like that he spotted that tattoo and the, the tattoo that you had just happened to like, you know, correspond with his family. I just thought that was fucking crazy. Heck yeah, heck yeah. You know, the thing is, I'm looking for these guys on Facebook. You know, like I wish I had taken more pictures. I wish I had, you know, you know, I
4: mean, like, hey man, you know, I hate that it takes a whole year. Into him again at Devcon, you know. But I mean, I kind like of like it because it gives something to look forward to. Like, made you guys gonna come? You know be there next year? You know, yeah, I really wish. Uh, you know what I really wish I'd done, and like I could never squeeze it in. I kept not thinking about it. Was uh, I wish I could have like made sure I planned to, to, to get a game that was ready against his armor breakthroughs, like the Iron Warriors armor breakthrough versus his Emperor's silver armor breakthrough. I mean, that thing yeah, again would have been real quick and would have been hilarious. I didn't get it in and now it no, probably just never happened. I gotta fly to Sweden, I guess. And see who's at the perfection. It
3: was so fucking hilarious. Fucking Freddy played. Yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, everybody loved me? Freddy. He was a big hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. And
4: did I, I didn't fart. Is anybody gonna see him fart? he go. Oh. It's letting it loose man. Very loose butthole. Very loose
1: butthole
4: in the truck. It's all C1. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm up there. I gotta, eat. I gotta get out a little bit. Alright, alright, alright. I think you got to throw it out. Man, I missed you Monty, man. It wasn't the same.
1: Yeah, yeah. I missed you there
4: Monty. Like, I, uh, uh, like
3: Oh Oh, yeah, dude! I I, it was an endless stream of where's money at? Where's money at? Because like me and you are partners in crime on the podcast, so everybody was asking me where you were at.
2: I tried, I I tried not to message any of y'all while y'all were there because I didn't want to kill the vibe. I was like, they're probably having so much fun, and I was like, hey guys! And it's like, oh, vibe killer. So.
4: (laughs) no, <laughs> uh, man, we miss you. People, people asked about you. I mean, yeah, people were people like, where's Bonnie? Where's Michael? You know, what I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I know, like, Lucas for sure it was real sad. Good to see you. He's probably listening right now. Uh, there's, uh, there's a bunch of guys, yeah. Awesome. There was so many Texans there. We were just counting them up. I think I had at least, like, 13, 13 Texans there, you know? I mean, including ourselves, you know? Yeah, but that's, uh, On a regular, I mean, he's the same. We wanted to meeting up in, you know, Chicago to, to, to live more. I mean, And I guess every, every, I think we get so many requests for Heresy Camp. I mean, people <laughs> are saying, Heresy Camp, gotta have Heresy Camp. It's too big, man. It's too big. to no, I mean, yeah, 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 It's the elephant in the room, oh, man. It's snowball it's snowballed out of control. <laughs> yeah. It's great white
3: rhino. Right Must have it. Yeah. Has to happen.
2: Well, guys.
1: The
3: other, the other funny thing I thought was like people running into Scott for the first time for the infamous puppy story. It was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. there were a couple oh, guys yeah. put that up it, there. That was funny. Well, it, it's not what I was picturing. You know, you got the action or whatever.
4: I expected a little, like, kind of ruffy or you know, uh, you know, scruffy-looking dude or somebody a little bit more backwards, you know, looking. <laughs> I that guess. dude. That dude. I that oh. dude, that dude out drank Zach. Yes, who, Where? where The puppy, 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 swear, man. Oh, he, he. That, that dude out drank. He out drank you. That is. dude, like for the whole fucking time. Oh, you know, <laughs> that's the
1: blonde guy, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, he's part. so clean cut. Like he has a blonde. You know. Yeah, he did. I he did. I I, I did. Took
4: several shots too. Yeah, you're you probably really right. That dude was like a proper purple fucked up. But he maintained, you know what I'm saying? He was uh, like, he yelled it. I was Like I thought he was going to make a trick. He's like, hey, can I get some of that? And I went over there, got himself. And I was like, he got a cup. He just grabbed it, uh, turned it up, man, turned it up. Scott, yeah, we did a party, man. I was real upset. I thought I was going to get to play with him in the team, for the second game of the team. But he teamed up
3: with Brady. So uh, that didn't I really wanted that Solar Rock back man. But, but they did well. <laughs> Scott, Scott had a blast. Um, he... He was telling us before that he, you know, maybe doesn't do real great around crowds or whatever, So, but it, he really enjoyed it. So we'll have to get him yeah, on the, the podcast.
4: crack. Yeah.
3: But, uh, yeah, Scott's a fucking blast. I'm glad you guys finally got to meet him because he's like the gem of our game club. He fucking cracks us up all the time. He's got such a good sense of humor, and he makes us all laugh. So it was funny for everybody to get to see him and see how fucking funny he is. Uh,
2: Mark, yeah. yeah. How, how are we doing in the chat, Monty? We got anything going on in it? I like uh nothing. Uh, Mark Henry, uh in the Patreon chat he uh he mentioned that uh Steve Law is one of his gaming group boys and he said he's always that way. <laughs> he brings so much energy. Uh yeah. So. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's
4: all good. We know that everybody gets they everybody gets worked up and it's like it's fine. <laughs> it's totally
1: cool, man.
3: There's all yeah, he was. We went to we went to Kuma's later on, and he took like he. We went out to dinner, and he was kind of part of the dinner party, and he was really cool there. You know, what I mean, he was buying buying a lot of people drinks and whatever, being a cool dude. So <laughs> that's
2: badass. Right on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, guys. I think that's we're gonna right. go ahead and uh, start closing this up. We got some shout-outs we need to do and all that, man. How far are y'all out from uh, from Vic? Oh shit, oh, We'll be like maybe five a.m. Shut I the fuck. I think it's thirty. thirty. Okay, six, oh, seven hours away.
4: Six, six thirty. We're making, we're gaining ground, but uh, yeah, it's just I think pretty like an hour behind us. Oh, yeah. Geez. Yeah. Uh, 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 tie up too. Yeah. The, the, the
2: Second ground unit is, uh, is about hundred miles behind this. What we're what just, we're going ball deep. What was going on with the naming like the naming convention of y'all's cars? I, I know I was trying to like close up there, but I had to ask, like yeah. I've noticed that y'all's name <laughs> got better and their name got worse. <laughs> yeah, we started off as balls. we we left
4: Victoria, right? And we're like, we're so pumped and we're gaped and it was like six o'clock and then we brought we leave, 7 o'clock in the morning, yeah, the end, five, by seven. 5 by 7, and we, we're all laughing, we're like, yes, we're doing it, we're going, yeah, 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 baby, baby, Ball Steve, uh-huh. team, team. you know, we were like, damn, you know what I mean, we had to make 10 hours the first day, which, you know, at first, it was let's drive all the way through, you know, which, I don't think we would have made it, like, right now, I, I think we got a good vibe, we got good energy, and, and I thank you guys for doing this, because, uh, I mean, honestly, on the first, second leg of the trip, when Zach took over, I crashed out on the way up here, it was like, we were so amped and pumped up, and I think I had down like three monsters, and I was just like, you let's cool And I think too early, because then I fell asleep, you know I mean? <laughs> like I think I, I stuck some chocolate or something right around, you know, Texarkana, and then I was like nosedive. Anyway, this, by the way, there's nothing in fucking Missouri, or fucking Arkansas, it's like flat ass crack. I mean, it's like, it's definitely got an ass crack all the way through, through
1: Arkansas. <laughs>
4: But, uh, so we, uh, um, we, we started, it went 35 miles to Texas Our camera. I just saw a sign, so we're almost in Texas. But, uh, which, uh, which that means we'll almost be halfway to our destination. <laughs> but, uh, no, so anyway, we, we're, we're, we're pumping out, we're like, we're Ball Steve, we're going Ball Steve. Yeah, so, we, the, the, you know, the ground crew, the ABC was named Ball Steve 1 and Ball Steve 2. So we started live streaming because, you know. I hadn't got the uh, hangouts password from you, but the live the live stream on Facebook seemed to work, so we gave updates instead of like live stream. I wish we'd done it a lot more throughout the weekend, maybe on some of our games, but you know, it, it, you're right. You just get so immersed and involved and time flies, you forget about everything. But uh, yeah, so we, we got through, and of course, you know, we had it was it was Zach, me, and Daniel, and uh, we, uh, and we're in we're in One, and. Uh, you know, of course, you know, Balls Game 2 at the time, you know, came on and, and, and a little more proper. And, 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 I mean, we are definitely the politically incorrect leg in this journey, you know, because, you know, because I'm in it and my brother's in it and you get us together and we start fucking shit up, you know. Uh, so, we had to, like, go from, like, straight up X-rating down to, like, MC-17 and then down, down to, like, R-rating. And, like, in Balls Game 2, you know, was just, falling off, so it was like, you went from, like, ball speed to, uh, to, uh, to just a tip, to, <laughs> I think we ended up with Dry Hump too. or hump. <laughs> yeah, the other,
1: the other day it was
4: Dry Hump, you know, like, you know like, when you're kind of awkward in high school, and you're like, <laughs> you know, she's, she's in the pit, you know what I yeah, over, yeah. the, over the brawl, like, yeah, yeah, I think I got a nipple. I just got really yeah. a nipple. It's like a pole or something. I don't know. <laughs> 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 not, I'm, there's a wavy line. <laughs> yeah, it's like an yeah. you know, American yeah. snow. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very uh, very toned down. Very toned.
2: Answer. all right you guys we all drive safe man if uh, if it gets too early in the morning you need somebody to talk to you, just give me a call i'll uh i'll be yeah, there for boy. you Thanks, my name is Bro. Right. Bye, guys. <laughs> we'll catch you guys later You guys are right, dude. Like yeah. I.
3: If, for those who don't know, those are the the TFL guys, and they do a live uh, webcast every Wednesday around what it's. Uh, I think it's 9:30 Central, right?
2: 8:30 uh, to 9:30 Central time. It's sometime in between them. They do it every Wednesday. Uh, yeah, just go to the theforgottenlegion30k.com. It lead you right to them. Uh, actually, I think uh, warhammer30k.com also leads you directly to their YouTube channel. So yeah. So yeah, those are uh, those are my boys. That's my yeah. that's my game yep. club right there. So <laughs> I'd be in that yeah. truck with him right now. So anyway, man, I think we're gonna have to start closing her out. I know it's pretty late yep. over there, and you gotta yep. go spend some quality time with the misses. So she's probably in bed. <laughs> I, I went from I went from doing good to back <laughs> off the fucking cliff. So.
3: <laughs> have to go buy some flowers or something tomorrow. <laughs>
2: so, uh before we before we let you guys go, uh we got some events we need to go ahead and shout out for you for you guys. Uh I got
3: one shout out. Let me let me do this one shout out real quick do about your Adepticon. Thing. Do your thing. So, I got to meet uh Matt from Pop Goes the Monkey at Adepticon. He mm-hmm. had a
2: booth. Yeah, at Shapeways. You know Shapeways. So I made ways, like, sure to stop by.
3: Yeah, so I had to make sure to stop by because he did all the shoulder pads for my black shields, and um, everybody really liked them. Like they always kept asking about the pads, and they really liked my army. And I felt that that was like a key thing to that army. Like that's their logo. Like I found that pad. I was like struggling because I I wanted something, and at the time he was uh, busy where he couldn't make anything new, but he had such a huge catalog of pads. I was able to go through his catalog and narrow it down to like four or five and pick one. So I ended up with that skeletal hand and it ended up that something that really everybody really liked. And it kind of took on a life of its own and became the symbol for my army. So I wanted to thank him for that and showing my models and stuff. He was a super cool guy. Um, We did a real quick uh, interview. So I think, I don't know if shapeways has like a Facebook, whatever, but there's like, it's just real short. It's like a minute or two interview that they uh, put up on their Facebook, I think. So they, they interviewed me there. And um, I talked to him several times. He came over and checked my army out on the display board and all that. And we took some pictures and stuff together. So that was pretty rad. So, so uh, if you need, you know, custom shoulder pads, we talked about it before. But, you know, Shapeways makes really cool shit. And uh, Matt, you know, he's a vendor on there. It's uh, Pop Goes the Monkey. He's got a huge catalog of different shoulder pads you can get from him. And if he doesn't have what you want, you can always uh, commission him to make what you want. And I think he does it for free. I yeah, mean, you just tell him what you want. He makes it for free. So. He, he does
2: it absolutely free, and then uh, uh, you just buy the shoulder pads from him. I mean, it's it's yep, super super done. simple. Uh, and
3: he's working on a ton more stuff. He showed me a whole bunch of crap that he's working on. So there's big things, you know, coming out of there. So he's going to start making a whole bunch of other stuff at shoulder pads. So definitely, you know, be on the lookout for more stuff coming out from him.
2: Yeah, definitely. Super nice guy too. and super friendly so pop goes the monkey right and by the way if you send if you send him a message on shapeways or if you send him an email and he doesn't get back to you right away he gets emails every fucking minute so like he's like totally always got somebody on there so yeah yeah so just be patient anywho All right. So next thing, next thing on the list is we got a shout out for a little event coming up. It's called the uh, Nova Open. <laughs> <I'm> just playing. <laughs> it's a massive event, guys. Uh, so if you you listen to all this Adepticon talk and you're listening to how great it was, that it was actually the Horus Heresy track was run by the Graying Legion, and the Graying Legion is Mark Rayleigh, Nate, you know, uh, uh, Finn Cairo. Just Alex, Alex, whole Anger, bunch of good dudes, yeah. And so, you know, they run an event in their area, the Washington area, uh, well, D.C. area, not Washington State. Uh, called the Nova yep. Open. It's uh, from August thirty first to September third. It's in Washington D.C. Well, actually, and this is actually what it says on the the pamphlet. Actually, it's just outside D.C. at the Hyatt Regency Crystal City, a five minute walk from the D.C. Metro stop for easy sightseeing. Uh, so just uh, I don't think uh, the registrations are way up from last year, but we still have plenty of spots available for all Harris events. This will be much bigger and better than last year, and last year was pretty awesome. If you missed out on something at Depticon, this is your last chance to uh, get at all the events you want. So, I'm probably gonna have to be at this event. Uh, I'm gonna have to get some, see what plane tickets cost, see if I can get that vacation off, see if we're not going to be. Fucking doing work stuff that I can't plan for, so I'm just gonna have to like let everybody know super early that, you know, <laughs> that I have yeah. to go to this because they uh, they didn't give me a vacation this time. Anyway, uh, so so yeah, so hopefully Nova Open, uh, August thirty first, September third. Uh, these guys are fantastic that run it, so I know it's gonna be a good event. I always hear good things about it, and I believe last year on I saw the coverage for it, I regretted not going. So. <laughs> Because I feel like this is something this is something like one of those mecha things that you gotta go at least go visit Nova once. You gotta do the, the big three, or I guess big four now. The LVO Adepticon Nova stiff. So we'll uh hopefully I can get two out of the four.
3: Soon to be heresy camp added to that.
2: Yeah, dude, for real. Heresy camp. So next thing on the list, we got another event that needs to be shouted out. And Forgive me because I need to pull the email up. And oh, this is embarrassing. Well, Why she- you're looking there for that,
3: is. oh, he found
2: it. Go okay, ahead. this comes from Rob Bishop, and he says, Hey guys, Rob Bishop here again. Uh, last time I wrote Reporter Arizona, I have a growing uh, heresy community, and I'd start a Facebook group, blah, blah. Anyway, the event is called the Burning of Philippi Primaris. It will be held at Games U 1550 North Stonehenge Dock Drive, <laughs> one, number 102, in Gilbert, Arizona, on Sunday, May 28th, starting at 10 a.m. Uh, they have space for 20 players split into two teams, Loyalists and Traders, Non-Language legion Armies, Black Shield, mechanicum, Imperial Army are asked to be a little bit flexible placement of the teams uh it's gonna be three rounds lasting two and a half hours with a half hour break in between each to allow for cleanup and reset good luck with that guys (laughs) come on uh teams will elect a (laughs) general to deploy them to their battles and decide the fate of the world uh there's a few restrictions primaries first come first serve and gilliman russell martarian are already spoken for if you wish to play in the event sign up on the burning of philippi uh, philippi (laughs) primaris facebook page and the comment in the discussion that you will be like to bring a certain uh, pride mark so further in-depth restrictions and rules are on the discussion page of the event keep in mind this is our first event so please be merciful as we work out kinks for this and future events it is our intention to give you a fun and exciting day Uh, it's a $10 entry Uh, prize will go towards best painted and best trader best loyalist these awards aren't based solely on winning but also will include sportsmanship and other criteria so don't be that guy we all have that guy. We all know that guy and we all hate him. Uh, so, hope to see you all there. Uh, if not, I'll be attending LVO this year. Okay. So, yeah. So, check that out, guys. Burning of Philippi. That's going to be in, uh, if you're in the Arizona area, in the Gilbert, Arizona area specifically, go check that out. Uh, we definitely wanted to shout that out. So, yeah. And, uh,. So we got one more shout out. I don't, I don't know if you want to. If this is what you're trying to squeeze in, the free Buddhas. Yep, yep.
3: The so remember back a long time ago, we had the uh, free Buddhas uh, toys for tots auction, and there, we've been waiting on one. Well, the army's finally complete. It's an imperial fist army. Uh, it's fucking awesome. Uh, Brian who painted it did it, and Jamie uh, did some of it too. The army looks incredible. Um, I think you guys will really like it. It's going to go up on. Um, uh, ebay this week, I think. He, I think he said he was going to do it Wednesday, but or maybe Friday. So look for it either this Wednesday or this Friday. Um, I'll talk to him tomorrow and let him know that we shouted it out on the podcast. So he, you know, to make sure he gets it up this week. And as soon as it goes up, um, I'll, I'll, we'll put it up on our our Facebook. And I think he's going to do a full ten day auction. So uh, you'll, you're hearing about it now, and there should be time for us to. Shout it out on our uh, next podcast. That's we, we tried to line it up to where he would do it in the middle of a week after I talked about it here. And then that way it gives us time to shout it out on the next podcast, you know, and tell you, you, you know, it's up right now and, you know, give an update. And then you guys, you know, have a chance to bid on it. So um, I, I think you guys will really like the Army. And uh, all the 100% of the proceeds goes to Toys for Tots, which is basically, you know, anybody who doesn't know that's, uh, a charity run by the U S Marines. They collect money and they use that money to buy uh, toys for needy children around Christmas time. So it all goes to a great cause.
2: So that's it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, I just heard myself. <laughs> so,
1: uh,
2: <laughs> uh, David, Joe, thank you for coming on. David, you want to shout out black label painting? Let people know that, uh, you're probably painting more warlords than they've seen in their life. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Uh, I, I, while I was at Adepticon this weekend, I, uh, I made some connections with uh, with Mig, with Shapeways, with Badger, a few other places. And here in the coming you know months or so, I'm going to be giving away some stuff off Twitch. They've agreed to give me some stuff to give away as price support, you know, for just tuning in, and watching Twitch. And also in probably by next by the, on the 31st of this month. I am going to do the random pulling off my page and just pulling a random like off my like page at uh, Black Label Painting at facebook.com. and any one of the random likes I'm just going to paint and give away a Lancer, fully painted to whatever house they want, free of charge, and I'll even cover the shipping.
2: Hell yeah! So that's that's ridiculous. So if y'all want a chance at winning a free Lancer, go to uh, Black Label Painting and uh give them a like on their facebook and he will randomly what a what a great what a great way to get a community has been really nice to me you know i i really have
0: had a lot of you know good a lot of support from everybody so this is my way of giving back pretty much
2: love it dude fucking love it
0: fucking chance to win a lancer <laughs> <laughs> you have any shout out I'm just happy to be here
2: he's happy to be here yeah Word to mom, Word to mom. <laughs> y'all go uh y'all go enjoy that sweet biscuits and gravy in the morning boys uh i'm gonna get some sleep to go to work tomorrow
0: yeah i'll send you a picture michael you'll see it
2: oh jesus <laughs> i'm just kidding don't send me a picture <laughs> i have i have i have wet dreams about that biscuits and gravy <laughs> like...
0: oh, oh, i'm so excited now i forgot about that that <laughs> Ike.
2: All right, boys. Well, guys, uh, appreciate you tuning in. I uh, appreciate you taking in all the 30K talk. I'm so surprised we filled out all two hours, uh, two and a half hours, with full Adepticon talk. But uh, I do appreciate the boys from TFL coming on to uh, share some of their experience, everything like that. Uh, find us on Facebook at Radio Free Estivine. Uh Also, uh, shoot us an email at michael at warhammer30k.com and – Ryan at Warhammer30K.com. That is also in our about section on the Facebook if you forget it uh, between the next time you're trying to send us a list. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Also, uh, support us on Patreon if you feel like we uh, we are worth it, you know, worth a dollar a podcast. You know, we, we do have a Patreon and all of our Patreon all of our Patreon supporters actually get to join a special Patreon group where this entire podcast actually got live streamed to them. Uh, as we were doing it, and we're trying to stay consistent with that. And they also get a cool little group that we all talk in and share some deep, dark uh, secrets. So give it a try. Couldn't hurt, right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So we appreciate you guys, and uh, y'all have a good one.
3: Later, fellas.
4: Bye-bye. See ya. Well, you made me weep, and you made me
1: moan Well, you caused me to leave, child, my happy home But someday,
4: baby, you ain't worrying my life anymore. Anymore.
1: Someday, baby,
4: you ain't worried about life anymore